0: Testing one, two. Testing one, two. Testing one, two, three, and we are a go. to another episode of the lonely heart sports podcast we took a two-week hiatus we're in the dog days of summer but here we are we've got good, we've got a good amount to talk about with you we're, it is open championship week Players are out on the old course at St Andrews. NHL free agency is up and is up and running here. We'll go and and we'll go in depth and talk about some moves that have been happening after days 1 and 2 of free agency. And we'll also talk about the moves or lack thereof moves that the Sabres have done. And I guess maybe we'll we'll talk about some baseball and maybe some soccer as well seeing that we're still in the swing of things with baseball full head on and soccer season is right around the corner in Europe. But we begin today with the Open Championship, the 150th Open at the Old Course at St. Andrews. The majesticness, the theatrics, the beauty of Scotland. My, It's a, it, it, it's this and the Masters. The Open and the, the Open and the Masters are the two majors that everybody looks forward to. I mean, people look forward to the U.S. Open, but not as much as they look forward to the Open and, and the Masters. But... Here we are. Like I said, this is all about the old, This is all about the open. It's the 150th, the Royal and Ancient, the old course that goes back to King Henry VIII, I believe. Well, at least the 1400, the 1400s, as they say. But whatever king was in char- was ruling England and Scotland at the time. And pretty much got like all the top golfers in the world, whether or not they're on the PGA Tour or on the live or on the live Tour. And day one is completed. Tomorrow will be day two. And well, I'll let you take. I'll let you take it away. Golf is your thing. I'll chime in soon. So take it away, sir.
1: Well, yeah, I mean it's the I, most people's favorite favorite major of the season, and it is being played at the most iconic golf course in the world, um, being the old course at St Andrews. Um, but you can't ask for anything more. I mean, the open being at St. Andrews always just feels right. I mean, Tiger Woods, yes, did not have a great day today. It's playing in it. Um, You got all the best players in the world. Um, You're just kind of hoping to see now the course not get eaten alive. Like it kind of was in some aspect today with Cameron Young coming in at a minus eight. On the opening day, but it's fine it's only thursday but i mean it, it really just doesn't get more special than this i mean you don't words can't really explain like how special that place is for golf being considered the home of golf um and just being the open and it's just everything it's one of those courses you always see pictures of um if you don't even know if you don't even watch golf you probably do know what st andrews is i would have a guess um But I'm excited for the weekend for it. I didn't get to watch any of the golf today, unfortunately, because of work. And I know you were kind of keeping me updated a little bit throughout the day. The afternoon kind of got to me. So
0: all I knew was what was going on in the morning with Rory and Young and Smith and all those guys last knew, But I had to catch up like after work to see like what happened in the afternoon
1: Yeah, and right now I'm looking. I'm scrolling through my channels right now. Unfortunately, the golf channel is not playing a rerun of the Open. I'm they not, are not. So,
0: oh, that's actually a shock.
1: Nope, they don't start. They have the Barracuda Championship on right now on the golf oh, channel. Because
0: what, what the fuck is that?
1: I, that's, that's a great question. It would it would be a. I don't think it's a champions thing, but I'm I'm trying to find a place where I can go back and watch highlights from today. But I guess I'll probably have to look at YouTube or whatever. Yeah that later. The best bet. because um, what? It, wasn't the open on USA? The open was on USA, yes. Yeah, and they don't have any any of that on until the morning when it's live again, which sucks because me work I'll get to watch the weekend, thankfully, but not not, not, t- not, not today or tomorrow because of work, and I'm not waking up at four in the morning to start watching. Friday at the Open, unfortunately, when I have work. It would be different if I had the day off, but that's a no-go from me. Yeah, but... Just call sick. What was that? Just call in sick. No, nah, I only, got, oh, one, oh, I only oh. got one more week of work left.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, yeah, you got one more week of work left. No, 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 this is your two-week notice. No, no, cough, cough. I'm sick. This is my two-week notice. Oh, no, wait. You're actually not leaving them. You're leaving just the location. Shit. Yeah,
1: just leaving. I can't. get. Yeah, I can't. I still got to be a FedEx employee. <laughs> unfortunately (laughs) but um no i i i am upset with how tiger played today like i said i didn't get to see it but when you told me it was like minus or plus six i was like well he's done for
0: yeah the course. yeah he's done for i mean my thought process on this i didn't expect it i'm gonna be honest Yes, it's Tiger Woods. Yes, it's St. Andrews. Yes, the yes, the magic, the theatrics, and everything. You you were everybody was hoping people were hoping the stars would align and everything, but I'm going to be honest. I didn't expect much from him. He hasn't golfed since the PGA since the PGA Championship when he withdrew from the PGA Championship because of his leg. He didn't go. He didn't golf in the U.S. Open. Um, I mean, he did participate in the J.P. McManus Pro-Am. But the thing is, though, is I really don't consider that to be, like, anything major. I mean, it's a Pro-Am. Like, you literally just, like, golf with your buddy, golf with some buddies. Uh, it's pretty much like golfing with buddies, you know. You get together, have a good time, and go from there with, and go from there. But the thing is, is that, like, other than that, like, there's nothing else more than, like, you do there. So I never expected, again, I never expected any, I never expected much from him. I didn't expect a plus six though, either. I thought maybe he would have kept it like respectable to be like somewhere, like maybe around like plus one to plus two, but he actually, he actually started off pretty bad. Like he was plus four through the first four holes. And then, I mean, with work and everything, like, I kind of like lost track as to like what he had done. So to finish at plus six, considering how he started, I guess, what, what is respectable in a way, but I'm not, again, I mean, he'll be out there early in the morning tomorrow, probably be out there. Um, well, actually, no. Yeah, he'll probably, yeah, he'll be out. Yeah, there he, was time 9:00 time today, he was the
1: so nine o'clock tea time today. So probably, well, nine yeah. o'clock our time. So he'll be like the four o'clock tea time. Tomorrow. Yeah,
0: he'll and... be yeah he'll be out there like ass crack of dawn like before the ass crack of dawn our time. So when uh, when we wake up, he'll probably just be finishing his round. That's the only thing I don't like about the open is that like there are golfers that like I want to watch like in the early rounds, but like I'm not getting up at four o'clock in the morning. Like I wanted to see how Phil did. He golfed like in, he golfed. He was one of the first groups out in the morning. Ended up, like, finishing even, I believe. But the thing is, though, is, like, I like watching Phil. Like, I wanted to see how he was doing. Um, Rory, I got to see, like, the back nine of Rory's round this morning because he was out early. But the thing is, though, is I'll be able to see him, Phil, like, Cam Smith. Like, obviously, because, you know, flip-flop and everything. So, like, Tiger's... Tiger and all those guys will be out there when I'm, when I'm waking up everybody else at golf this morning, will be out tomorrow afternoon, which is, which is okay. The only thing that sucks about that is that I can't, I also can't watch Spieth. I also can't watch Spieth. I mean, he, he finished minus one. I mean, he was around that minus one minus two, pretty much like almost all day for the most part. So that's pretty respectable on day one. In my opinion, I mean, he is a former open champion anyway. So it's not like, it's not like this. So it's not like the open is foreign to him or anything like that. So I'm so like, I think he'll be fine there. Um, I'm actually surprised about the, I'm actually, you know, one thing that caught my attention this week was like the reaction to like the live golfers because It came up again with like, you know, the Royal and Ancient and everything like their golf's governing body. They came out, called out live. They told Greg Norman that he couldn't come to the to the celebratory dinner of past champions or participate in any ceremonies pertaining to the 150th anniversary of the Open. And he's a two time champion. Tiger Woods came, Tiger Woods came on practically blasted live golf and toll and pretty, and pretty much said like anybody that joins live, like right off the, like right off the bat is pretty much giving up a, an opportunity to participate in a, in a tournament such as this or any other major. So like the tournament on the, so the tournament has been making headway like on and off the course there. And like, I kind of want to get your perspective about like how the live golfers like have been perceived like uh, before and during the tournament. Oh
1: uh, well, it doesn't really surprise me because I, I Scottish people I know aren't big fans of the Saudis. Um, so I I didn't really get to see much of like how the players were, were like being react to like during the practice rounds and stuff. I heard like people were actually like normal with Phil. I don't know if that would change, but I guess like a lot of the vibe around there was like the Scots don't really like the Saudis in the live because like they don't like they, with how the Scots are, it's, like, they want people to like earn their money and all that type of stuff. So it, I'm not really shocked. Tiger came out and said anything to be completely honest. I mean, we, he'd never really said anything before this. And this was kind of, I would say like his first major press conference since the whole thing happened. And, um, I'm I'm not shocked because, I mean, let's be honest, Tiger has made all his money in light. Well, he, he made who he was because of the PGA Tour. So and I, guy, I'm not shocked does, about it. Does. And he also does have the money, though, to be in the position where he doesn't need to worry about it. Um So that's why, like, yeah, I'm always going to ride with Tiger um, because he's our guy. But it's like, well he has all the money in the world and some of the guys that went over there did it. So I don't get through like, like I, I get, I guess going at like a Bryson DeChambeau or like a Brooks Koepka who are still young players. You can make money on the PJ tour. But like I said, me and you have been on the side of the live golfers the whole time. So I'm not here to go back on that by any means, but I'm just saying that's probably where he's coming from with it. Cause I don't know. I, I, I don't know how I feel about like it. Like clearly we know how me and you feel about the live. I just don't know how I feel like, about the comments anymore and stuff it's like now it's already been two it's already been like tournaments <laughs> and let's and let's be honest the average golf fan like unfortunately doesn't turn in to either, like any of the pga tour like mini turn like not mini tournaments but not not the majors like a bigger name tournament people aren't tuning in so it's like well what's the difference
0: exactly exactly like what's the difference the only thing that boggles my mind is like the Royal and ancient pretty much ostracized themselves from Greg Norman, even though he's a two-time champion. I mean, they've, they've came out and like, that did shock me. They told him it's more along the lines that like, they told him you're not welcome. And I think it's more along the lines of like, and, and I, and this isn't my original thought. I'm going to be completely honest here. I saw this actually while watching part the interruption a couple days ago. Um, and they had brought up how they thought it was personal, like personal between the RNA and Greg Norman. And I, and I kind of agree with them about that, actually, uh, because Greg, Nor- this isn't the first time that Greg Norman has come out and talked about, like, how things in golf need to change, get, how things in golf need to change, you know, how there needs to be more in terms of like equity equity and like in terms of equity, not only for like money equity, but also in terms of, you know, making sure everybody gets their fair share and has that opportunity as well. So like, so like in a way, if Greg Norman is saying that change needs to happen, the Royal and ancient probably took that personally because they're the ones that like, you know, they are the governing body of all, like of all of golf. I mean, yeah, you've got like the PGA and the USGA and like all these tours and everything, but the RNA are pretty much like FIFA. They oversee like the rules and everything. Like you have to go through them. So I think the so like I'm I'm agreeing with that there about how the RNA pretty much t- took this as a personal vendetta gr- against Greg Norman and told him like you're not welcome. You can't be here. You're never going to come back here. We don't care that you won two Open Championships. I it, it is a shock though because Greg Norman the golfer is one like Greg Norman the golfer is like one of the great like one of the greatest golfers in history. I mean, granted he's known for some of the greatest collapses in golf history. But at the same time, is like he's a known winner. Like I don't care about like Greg Norman, the guy that's like bitching about like the PGA Tour or like how golf needs to change or whatever. Like you're, in t- you can have that opinion there. You, the RNA should not have taken that as as a personal vendetta against him, in my honest opinion. But other than that, like I, I mean, I was shocked, but I'm, I wasn't shocked at the same time. But um, other than that, I mean, like I said, I'm looking forward to the weekend. I'm looking forward to tomorrow, see what I can watch, what I can watch tomorrow. I'm looking forward to the weekend. I hope it's a close tournament because I know we had talked about it earlier, earlier today. Like, I don't want it to be like a complete shit show where somebody takes control tomorrow and like, rides it out until sunday like i i
1: I like to see sunday come in and like we have like at least i would like to see like six guys in the mix going into sunday that like you could see any of them winning somehow that's always ideal for a golf tournament um but I, i just hope for that i hope for the best really but um i think it will happen i think I know, like they said, the weather's not supposed to change that much, but I'm hoping that it's Scotland. Anything can happen. I'm, I just want the winds to start blowing and make these guys struggle. That's what I want to see.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm I'm with you there. I want the course to, I I want the course to like come alive. I want like the Scottish element, the Scottish climates and elements play in their part in the open. I want a close tournament coming in and going into Sunday. I don't want. I don't want scores like I don't want scores like going into the high teens low 20s and the players eating the old course alive I want the old course eating the players alive if that makes sense there um, I don't necessarily like want like you can take Cameron Young's score right now at minus8 and
1: they had that the yeah, winning score
0: and I'd be okay with that being the winning score exactly.
1: Right, I was shocked that when I was on my way to work um listening to WGR I didn't because I didn't checked my phone I woke up in the morning right away they said Cameron young was at minus eight like and he finished ATM. like i was like holy shit I'm like and that's how it's gonna be all weekend we might see a score that could be close to like minus 30 yeah which, which, not- I mean it, it is clearly like St Andrews though like they're they're never gonna take this course out of the out of the rotation, but it, it would suck to see this course, like start, lo- start start losing. Like, I don't want to say losing its history, but like losing who it is because of how good these players are getting. And we all know that they're not going to change the course because of the players.
0: No, they're not going to change the course because the course goes back to the eighteen, the 1400s. I should say every course after that goes back. The course is built on the links at St. Andrews go back after the old course they go back to the late 1800s early 1900s although i do believe like one of them is only like about 20 years old i think that's like castle which is like golf course seven i think that's only like 20 years old but other, every every other one goes back to like the 18 or 1900s whereas the old course well it's the oldest course in the fucking world but um uh, no they're not gonna change it but the thing is though is like I I do fear that one day the course will lose its luster in a way, but they'll never take it out of the rotation because of the history that it brings to the game of golf. They're not going They would have, they're not going to change anything because the thing is though, is like the bunkers are always going to be the bunkers. The roughs are always going to be the roughs. Like it is what it is there for that. Um, but no, like I will be very disappointed if like somebody's like, but if the course, if the course doesn't come alive and the elements don't play a part in any of this, I'm gonna be very disappointed to come the weekend, like seeing like somebody like with like a minus fifteen score line running away with this or whatever. Now if it's now if you've got guys like my like in like with those really low scores that maybe like six of them like right there. Then I wouldn't be too disappointed because we still have a tournament. But if it's a if if it, you've got somebody running away with it, I'm like, yeah, fuck this.
1: Yeah, I'll spend my Sunday doing something else.
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. <clears throat> I'll spend my Sunday doing. I'll spend my Sunday doing whatever, not not being disappointed there. Um,
1: it is disappointing though that uh, that USA has a broadcasting rights and they're not they're not rerunning the tournament like at night, so people like who have normal jobs could actually see thursday and friday's rounds
0: well what gets me is like usa is owned by nbc universal like and nbc universal also owns the golf channel you think the golf channel would show the highlights not the fucking barracuda championship or whatever the fuck you said it was oh my god
1: like i well would... after the barracuda championship like yeah they they have on their like on the guide it says like live from saint andrews um so I don't know if that's gonna be like just guys talking about the day, or if I think
0: it'll be guys talking about the day there. Although, like, when is when is the Barracuda Championship end uh, with their rerunning of it? I, I'm well, I think
1: of... the, I'm assuming the Barracuda Championship is actually on now, um, but it's until nine o'clock, and then they're live from the open.
0: Yeah, they're not yeah. live from the open because it's fucking ten, eleven, twelve, two in the morning there. I don't think. I don't think they're going to be live from the open. At right, two well,
1: hopefully they'll be showing a rerun then. But, yeah, the Barracuda Championship right now, it looks like most players are, I don't know, it's so hard to tell because I don't even know what kind of a tournament this is.
0: Yeah, I don't know either. I'm kind of, I don't even know, honestly. One,
1: one guy is on 16 right now that they're showing, but it says live. So. Huh.
0: All right, interesting there. All right, all right. Uh, Barracuda Championship. Not, not, not important there at all.
1: No.
0: um, uh, It's like the John Deere. Nobody wants to watch that.
1: Right. I don't get, right, I mean, I get why the PGA tour has like a tournament this week, but because clearly like they don't run the because open. Not and... because,
0: because the tour is not a affili- because the tour has no true affiliation with the open. Yeah. Just like they have no true affiliation with the Scottish open. That's oh. the, that's the DP world tour there.
1: Did you see the thing this past week, though? Speaking of like the PGA Tour drama and like living stuff, did you see that the Supreme Court is going to be looking at uh, the PGA Tour? Ah, uh, yes, the
0: government uh, figuring out the real issues within this country. My, our taxpaying dollars, hard at work. Just like how they were trying, just like how they were asking Roger Goodell why Dave Portnoy is banned from NFL games, and Goodell pretty much lied to Congress and said, I "Don't remember doing that." Our government figuring out the real issues within this country. Good job. I, I, I'm here for it. Um what, violating like the antitrust laws or something like that, right?
1: Yeah, so I'm assuming they're gonna be looking at like what what's going on with the PGA tour players right now that want to live. And I think looking at was it actually okay to like ban them and stuff like that.
0: I think it's not, I think like they're probably the government's probably like the justice department's probably not going to side with the PGA tour on this because they've been bitching and griping and moaning on about all of this. And they, they banned, they indefinitely suspended anybody that goes to live quote unquote, which is pretty much a ban because they want to try and monopolize. They want to try and be a monopoly. Yeah. Like, like the thing is, though, is like that the antitrust laws pretty much say you can't have a monopoly on one industry. Like, that's pretty much it there on that's pretty much it there on that. Um, So I think the Justice Department will not will go against the PGA Tour on this, but it just boggles my mind. Like when the. U.S. government, like, when our government, like, gets involved in, like, things associated with sports. <laughs> like, I mean, the Justice Department is investigating the PGA Tour with violating antitrust laws. The Cong- the members of the United States Congress are investigating the Washington commanders and forcing their owners to testify in front of them. Um, They also had Goodell testify in front of them, too.
1: No, that's about the emails and everything, right? Uh, and all so that much, shit that went down—it's
0: it, all—it's so much shit that the NFL Is trying to cover up with that franchise. It's not even funny. And then, I think
1: the they are covering up because it's more than just that franchise, and that's all.
0: Because, it, it and
1: because, that's why Goodell was gonna gonna be that scapegoat. Uh, well, tried, Goodell, tried to be that scapegoat for them.
0: Goodell's not gonna be a sca- not gonna be a scapegoat. He's gonna go down with the ship. Hopefully, or um, not,
1: Goodell. Sorry, I'm thinking of um,
0: Snyder's not a scapegoat. Snyder's no, not
1: Snyder. A fucking Bruden Gruden thank you. Oh my god. Gruden, it's yeah, no. is mush. No, Gruden was a scapegoat. Yeah, that's all. what I meant. Gruden was a
0: scapegoat. Gruden was a scapegoat and all of that. I mean what Gruden did was wrong. I'm not condoning what he did, but they threw him under the bus because they knew that they could just use him as a scapegoat. Um uh, and now the US government is involved. Wonderful. Our tech I'm figuring out the real issues within this country. You know, uh you know, hey, the important um, things the important things in life yeah yeah let's not yeah let's just let's just not let's just not you know talk about how inflation's at like a 42 year high or whatever like that you know
1: 9.3 percent.
0: let's go baby gas prices and inflation baby oh god oh god God. the
1: economy (laughs) yeah
0: people are still stupid enough to spend money
1: uh, it's been a tough week for the for the Biden regime, yeah,
0: it's been with important. all the
1: just the videos. Did Did you see any of the videos that came out? Oh, we don't have to talk about it here. I don't know if you saw them. No, um, I
0: did not. You can talk to me about those later, though. Yes, um, I will. Hey, hey, yeah. I mean, just, just another beautiful day in this country. That's all. Um, uh but uh, back to back to back to golf. Um, yeah, no, I mean, back. To, I yeah. And like i said, i'm excited um I don't necessarily like want to predict a winner because like it's already been day one, and like
1: you know i well, was watching- predicted the winner of the um when we did the u s open we did it yeah and you Thursday. got it
0: right you got it right with your boy Matty Fitz there i'm uh, i'm still
1: imp- i am still impressed by that you're i am i'm gonna also try to go i'm gonna try to go two for two this time you're gonna
0: try to go for two for two who are you going with Victor Hobland. Victor Hovland, where's he at? I want he was
1: on this morning, I believe. Victor Hovland is right now minus four. He's T five with a bunch of guys. Ah, but and he- you know it'd be exciting though. You know it'd be like great for like the drama and everything. Hmm. Sunday, uh, the final pairing, they're both tied for the lead. Rory McIlroy and Dustin Johnson, the PGA Tour versus the Live.
0: Uh, that'd be great. That would be great. I would love that. I would honestly love that. Because I feel like Rory would just honestly like let Liv get to his head and he'd probably find a way to fuck it up. Oh yeah. That's and see.
1: DJ just doesn't give a fuck about anything.
0: No, he doesn't give a shit. And that's why he'll pro- that's why he would win that battle between Hello. Hello?
1: Hello. Hmm. Go. What just happened?
0: Nothing. What do you mean what happened?
1: I lost you for a good forty five seconds there.
0: Oh After shit. After I
1: brought up the DJ and Rory thing.
0: Oh, I don't know what the fuck happened there. Maybe huh. my Wi Fi.
1: Yeah, you just went quiet, so I assumed... Maybe it was my Wi-Fi. I don't know. Okay. I just want to let you know, because I didn't hear... If you were trying to talk to me, I didn't didn't hear a word.
0: Ah, shit. All right, yeah. No, the DJ and Rory thing. Yeah, no, that would be hilarious. No, what I said was, is that with the US Open making my predictions, I... When I kind of went zero for two technically, I wanted Spieth to win, and he got. And I didn't know he was sick. I put money on Morikawa. He ended up, he ended up shitting the bed after having a thirty-six hole lead. He's he wasn't golfing great today, so I'm not going with
1: Morikawa.
0: You know, honestly, wasn't
1: Morikawa sitting close to like even anyways? He is sitting close to even. I mean, that's not
0: bad. No, it's not bad. Oh, God. Let's see here. I mean, I like your pick with Victor Hovland, but I
1: don't want to, like, you know, just ride your coattails. Ride the coattails. We'll be watching the open Sunday together anyways.
0: I'll ride the coattails just for this one. But you know what? For some reason, I'm 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 shit-talking Rory right now. But for some reason, I feel like he'll just find a way to pull it out.
1: I don't know why. I don't know. I don't mean, like, you always talk about how Rory, like, we want him to be back. And I agree with you. Um, But I don't I, know if he will actually be able to close it out kind of like on his, like, home turf, you know?
0: Yeah, no, I don't necessarily think that could, could happen either. But, I mean, I want to ride with him for a little bit. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Uh, but I'll ride with you on the coattails
1: for one. We, we should do some live betting together Sunday
0: live betting oh my god yeah, uh, maybe maybe we'll do that we'll, we may do that there
1: get the uh, spicy pops flowing
0: yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe no god maybe but um uh no I mean I don't know like I said I'm excited for I'm excited for tomorrow I'm excited for the weekend I know I know I can't pick tiger to do anything like he if he makes the cut that'll be good enough for me I guess
1: I don't uh, think he makes a cut
0: if he does, I'm not waking up at like four in the morning to like watch him. That 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 will be bad. I'd rather sleep. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think there's a realistic way of him making the cut.
0: Everybody falls back in a every, I
1: mean, because
0: huge monsoon happens. I yes, guess. Yeah, you
1: need Tiger needs to at least probably get himself right around. Tiger probably needs to shoot minus six tomorrow to make the cut.
0: Yeah, so he need yeah, so he needs to be even at the end of the
1: day. Yeah, he need to be even and with the hope to make it because I see the guys at the top of the leaderboard right now going even lower than what they are.
0: Which means that Cam Young probably will have like a, a 36 hole lead going into the
1: weekend. That's what I, I it's going to be honestly like it'll I could also see Rory with it cuz I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know much about Cam Young. I know he is like I think he's my age, but I don't know much about him.
0: No, I don't know much about him either. I mean, like he's the one that wears—he
1: has the MLB sponsor, right? I believe so. Yeah, that's, I that's believe a bit so. weird.
0: Where is Shuffler at? Right? Uh,
1: Shuffler is sitting where um, he is at minus uh, four with Victor Hobland oh, and that's DJ not bad. and Taylor Good. Yeah, so you got—I mean, you got two, three live guys like in the mix right? Well, kind of like I would say at least four or five live guys in the mix. And like I said, that'd be fun to see Sunday, like the Live battling against the PGA Tour for the. That'd open. be
0: great. That would be hilarious. Here, I would love that. Honestly, I would love that. Honestly, I forgot. wait, Victor Hovland isn't Live, right?
1: No, I don't believe so.
0: I thought he. I thought there was a report that he was going to join. No, that turned out to be false. Yeah, that turned out to be false. He said, "I'm not doing that." Um. Uh. That's right. That is right there. Um, well, if Shuffler continues how he did now, I'll ride the coattails with Victor Hovland. We'll see what happens there. And we'll, we'll see what happens there. And then of course, like if something happens Saturday, I'll just change my mind and I'll be like, no, I want this. This guy's going to win right here. And that's the fun thing about
1: golf is this is going to change every single day up until that last day. Of course. Of
0: course. Of course. (laughs) Hey, I'm still hoping that Spieth finds a way, finds a way into contention into the weekend. I just want him to win. Like I, I want him to win another major. He, I, I really want him to win another major. Like he, I, I he deserves it. In my opinion, I mean, he's. I, I'm still, I'm still convinced. Like he's not fully back, but he's back enough. Like where he's at a consistent base, like on a consistent basis, that like he could actually do it. But he somehow finds a way to fuck it up all the time.
1: I'm always fucking it up. <laughs>
0: This is true. He is always fucking it up somehow.
1: No, I mean, I uh, and as well, we'll see what
0: happens. Yeah, over.
1: he's he's a tough one to pick.
0: Yeah, but
1: just because we'll he's been. I we talked. He's another guy we talked about. Is always like you don't know where he's really at with this game.
0: This is true. This is very very true. You don't necessarily know like what had like what will happen with this game. But like I said, we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see what happens tomorrow and over the weekend as well. So we'll just take it day by day
1: exactly exactly and it's so early we got all of tomorrow still and then we'll see who the contenders and pretenders are
0: exactly exactly um i don't know like if you're if you can hear this but can you hear the sirens in the background
1: yeah so what's going on there
0: i don't know what the fuck is happening but this is like the fifth time today that like the sirens because cause there's I'm actually in but like, this is actually like the fifth time today that I've heard sirens go like buying the comp books I live in. Like I'm actually like in, off topic here. I live in between two firehouses. Like there's a firehouse, like down the road, like to the right of me. And then there's a firehouse down the road to the left of me, like in the 12 corners section in the 12 corners neighborhood. So like when you cut, like if you ever like, well, in where I live, like, I live over by, like, a, I, my complex is just down the road from a country club, actually. The Country Club of Rochester. Like, at that intersection, before you come, like, turning towards it, there's a firehouse there. And then, like, when you turn down Elmwood Avenue, which is the street I live on, you go past the Country Club and go past, like, a light. My complex is, like, past the light. You go by my complex, like, that'll take you to 12 Corners. There's another firehouse there. Now, the thing is, though, is, like, I'm actually only about, like, five to ten minutes away from the hospital, too, so it could be ambulances taking somebody to the hospital. But nonetheless, like, it does get annoying because I'm like, oh, what the fuck is happening here now?
1: <laughs> uh, just another day in uh, Crackhead Rochester. Just kidding.
0: Yeah, just another day in Roch, I guess. Beautiful, beautiful Roch.
1: Well, where you live is vice, is right?
0: Brighton's not terrible. Like yeah. I said, it's, I, I'm in between two firehouses, and the hospital is about ten to fifteen minutes away from me. Nothing. All right. So nothing...
1: what you're saying is you can burn the house on and be all right. Send both uh, of the, send both of the firehouses to you.
0: Uh, I can't do that because then I would be evicted and possibly arrested for committing arson.
1: Make it an accident.
0: Oh yeah, how the fuck is that gonna happen? I live on the second floor of a.
1: Leave the stove on. I don't know. Do you have a gas stove? I, yeah, I'm not leaving the stove on There no.
0: you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, just fucking blow everything up in my apartment. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, uh, moving on. Speaking of somehow finding a way to fuck things up. Just kidding. We are an NHL free agency. We NHL free agency is in full swing. The Buffalo Sabres have made a couple of moves and also have made lackluster moves as well. And they have not made a move that I want them so desperately to make uh, cough, cough, Patrick Kane, cough, cough. But I guess the biggest move of NHL free agency is Johnny cocky, Johnny Goudreau somehow deciding to, not take money from Calgary and deciding to go to Columbus of all teams. But
1: <laughs>
0: what do you think of that?
1: So it confuses me for sure, because uh, the two teams that were really like in the talks for Goudreau, because everyone kind of knew, well, essentially like the day going into free agency, it was announced that he w- wasn't going to be staying with the flames and he was going to explore free agency. Um, So the flames are always kind of like, in my opinion, the flames are always out of it. Even like at towards the end of last season, that I was think my, they were too. That was my feeling. Was Goudreau was ever going to stay there? But really, the only two, two to three teams you really heard like that were in serious about him. The two serious teams, in my opinion, was the Islanders and Devils, because both of them have the cap space to be able to bring him in. I and really
0: thought the Devils. The Devils were making the moves. Devils,
1: yeah, the Devils were making moves. They were. Kind of, it seemed like they're trying to clear up some space as well, for them while still maintaining what what I think is the Devils. I, last year, I picked them to be my dark horse to make playoffs, and that didn't go too well. But they have a very young, young and upcoming hockey team. Um, and he decided not to go there, and then the next, like I said, the Islanders decided not to go there and play with Barzal. Um, and then kind of the other team that was in the talks, but in my opinion, wasn't realistic, was the Flyers. Um, they didn't have the cap space. They had the they space to do a me. lot of
0: restructuring with contracts and everything.
1: But then he decides and to go to Columbus and taking less money to go to Columbus than he could have in either of the other two teams I mentioned. Um, and Columbus isn't even like a... I mean, yeah. I They made playoffs, what, two years ago? They made playoffs 3 uh 3
0: years 3 seasons ago. That three was one season the bubble, yeah. And then Not the bubble though, one before. Oh yeah, they did make the playoffs 2 seasons ago. That's right, bubble, cuz they played Tampa 2 seasons in a row. Yeah. They swept Tampa back in 2019, then they lost to Tampa in 2020 in the bubble. That's right. I forgot about that. How could I forget that? That was like the seven overtime uh, game one. <laughs>
1: Right and isn't I don't get it either because isn't Liney is a free agent right or is that next year? I'm pretty sure it's I this think year.
0: That's next year. That's next year. If Liney was a free agent this year, I'm pretty sure somebody like will have scooped him up quick.
1: But so. I'm looking. I was looking at their cap space yesterday. I could have swore. Well, he's. I think he's a restricted free agent. Is why? I
0: think so, but I think they had already. It's this like-
1: year is the 2022-2020 is restricted free agency like up?
0: Yeah. Twenty twenty three is next year, so like he'd be an RFA at the end. Oh, of okay, year.
1: okay. So I was reading. Yeah, twenty twenty two. All right, that makes sense. For some reason, I was thinking it's this year. Okay, so they have line. I mean, they have um, Cole, Cole. The, what the rookie Cole Sillinger, and I mean, Jacob Voracek and Rowensky, But other than that, I don't. They don't have a great team, so I don't get why. Like, where did the Blue Jackets even finish last year in the standings?
0: I honestly do not remember where they finished in the standings. That, obviously, they were.
1: They finished the season with eighty-one points, so right around where the Sabers did.
0: Oh, so you mean to tell me that they're no, they're definitely no better than Buffalo.
1: Oh uh, well, they're six points better than Buffalo because Buffalo finished with seventy-five. But yeah, they're
0: they're, they're like not right
1: there, and in a, I would say a lesser. Because I think the Atlantic's probably the hardest division to play in, and then the Metro, I, yeah, you have the Hurricanes, but other than that, like every team was really beatable.
0: This is very, very true. I mean, I, I it just boggles my mind. He came in, he came out and said, "I didn't come to Columbus to, to see the sights. I came to win hockey games." I'm thinking to myself, "Well, where, where the fuck are you going to do any winning in Columbus?" That's, also, what, that's what, I, what I
1: don't get. Like, I don't
0: sites do they have in Columbus other than Ohio State
1: right because I, I was confused because it's like well like he didn't go so at first when I saw Columbus before I saw before I saw like what the contract was I was like I was thinking I was like okay maybe he got like the bag there and it's like he just went there for money but then I saw the contract I'm like you could have got more somewhere else and like Columbus you're not gonna win
0: no you're not at all you are not. I mean, at unless all-
1: he's unless he's like that one piece the team need to get over the hump and get back to like because yes, for a while I, the Blue Jackets were a good hockey team.
0: Yeah, like two three seasons ago, they were a good hockey team that was under Torts, and then they fired Torts, and now they're kind of dog. They're not. They're kind of not. They're not good. And then they pulled this. It's mind boggling to me. It's also mind boggling how nobody signed Nasim Nasim Kadri yet, and we're going into day three too. But that's another thing that, like, like I think Colorado's trying to figure out how to
1: bring him back with how much money they have.
0: Like, that's what I'm thinking that situation is.
1: That's what I'm thinking. But I think Kadri's probably I, Colorado's definitely doesn't have enough money unless Kadri is like, I, I, I'll take a hometown discount for you for like three years. But still, then if, that wouldn't even make sense because in three years, they're going to have to, <clears throat> excuse me, they're going to have to go pay Cal McCarr next year. They need to still give McKinnon the bag. So it's like, I'm thinking Kadri, to be honest with how much money they have now, I think he might end up in uh, Calgary and take that kind of the role that Johnny Goudreau played.
0: That would definitely be interesting
1: there. that would I think definitely- he'll get, I don't think Kadri will get around a round of contract. What? Goudreau just got because I thought Goudreau was going to be like the twelve million range.
0: Should have been in the twelve million range. I'm still baffled. I'm baffled by that move. I'm thinking to myself, shit. Like if he was going to go to Columbus, well, you know, if since he was going to go to Columbus, like why didn't anybody else like in, in in that range of points try to sign him? Oh my god. Like Goudreau. Like at that point, like when I saw that, like you know, the inner Sabres fan in me was like, why the fuck didn't you try to make an offer, Adams? Or maybe even like Ottawa. Like, Ottawa with the moves they've been making. I'm like, you know, why do you Ottawa?
1: Ottawa, in my opinion, won free agency.
0: Ottawa has. Ottawa been. and the
1: Red Wings have been on some shit with what D- they've D- been getting.
0: Stevie D- Wise D- uh, assembling the goon squad again. Like, he's getting all the goons of uh, the NHL together. He's trying to recreate like the 97 to 02 Red Wings when he was captain.
1: <laughs> right. I just don't get. I I don't know because well no I mean I don't.
0: I, I'm so the, the, the team that pisses me off is the Blackhawks. They're they're blatantly tanking. Well,
1: I so I was listening to Spit Chickens the other day, and um, Bizzy kind of like something like it was kind of like a like a like a dumb comment. I'm like that kind of makes sense. It's Chicago clearly wants to rebuild. They, they do. They can't rebuild with Kane and Taze there. I think they're trading everybody away to try to force. Kane and Taze to like move their or waive those no trade clause that they have on their contracts. That's what that's
0: what they're trying to do. But the thing is, there is like, and I told you this yesterday, like I I said, like Chicago is if Chicago wants them to like leave, they're desperate for them to leave. They will take anything. Like it's better to take some take whatever you can get now instead of losing both because they're both free agents at the end of next season with their deals that they signed. You either lose them for nothing next season, or you give or you gain something for for them at this time around. Especially Kane. Like I told you this. Yeah. Like you. Like we were talking about this yesterday. Like and I'm I'm like. Seventy-five percent, like on this. Like, I feel like at the end, I, I yeah. You know, something tells me by the end of the week, I'm gonna, I I, I I can see it. Patrick Kane in as a Buffalo Saber. Like, if it doesn't happen tomorrow, I've, it will happen Saturday. And I, if I'm dead wrong on this, I don't care. I want it to happen. But trade Middlestat. He has not lived up to his potential here in Buffalo, and give up two thirds and a fourth. That's enough. Chicago will be happy to take that because the thing is, though, it's like you're going to walk in and you're going to fuck it. Well, not walk in to Chicago. But if I'm Kevin Adams, I'm calling Kyle Davidson up right now and saying I want Patrick Kane, and this is what I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you Casey Middlestad two-thirds and a fourth and I know that you're fucking desperate to get rid of him. I know you want him to force the no, you want him to remove the no trade clause. And I know that you want to take something from him before you lose him for absolutely nothing next season. Would so you also do-
1: throw cousins in there? And cause that way that kind of opens up a spot for Paterka in the lineup because I think Quinn for sure is up this year. Paterka doesn't really have a spot with the lineup now. So do you also in that trade be like here, get middle stack cousins and just like a fourth at that point.
0: Would you want to lose any? Dylan Cousins though?
1: At this point, would you
0: want yeah. to lose?
1: I'm fine with losing Middleton. Yeah, I, I, I honestly think so. Because I, like I said, I think the Paterka and Quinn when they're up together are going to be amazing.
0: They are going to be amazing. There, I mean, I, I like mean, I, I can... said,
1: I think JJ, I think Paterka could also probably spend one more year in Rochester, and I know this will kind of be, kind of be like forcing like that rebuild not forcing it but um or force like uh, advan like trying to speed up our rebuild but at that point it's like why not what do you what do we having cousins right now that we couldn't get out of someone else that's what i that's my question to you i mean not
0: i mean honestly like not not much honestly I mean, I like Dylan Cousins. I do actually. I love
1: the, Dylan Cousins.
0: But at the same time, you have a good point there. I mean, like, if you offer him with Middlestat and those two picks, I feel like that would be a great trade for Chicago. Because I said this to you last night like, yeah, it's going to, it's going to, like, speed up the rebuild a little bit here. But at the same time, like, Patrick Kane, yeah, he's getting old. Like, he's getting up in age, but he's not regressing at all. Like, he's still playing somewhat, for the most part, at the top of his game. He still has, like, in my honest opinion, he has, like, three, barring injury, like, three, four years at, of top, like, of of pretty good hockey in his, like, in, in him. Like, I feel like he has, like, that much left. Like, he has that many
1: good years left in him,
0: for, in my I, honest opinion.
1: I agree with that, but then do you also think that we're not making a call for for that reason, because Kevin Adams doesn't see does doesn't see us being at that point in three to four years on the road still, where we're not a playoff team yet. Even though, yes, this I'm just playing devil's yeah. ad, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. But look uh, at us it, like this Kevin Adams advocate, make, like what is angry though? I'm not going to lie. Right? Does I just want to know like what what his timeline is to have to see us become a winning team.
0: If he doesn't see us as a playoff team three or four years down the road, then he's a fucking idiot. I'm going to say that blatantly clear now because I look at this team, and with how the Atlantic is going, with how the entire Eastern Conference is going, they should be a playoff team within within two seasons. All right, who's a, Who's it? All
1: right, then. I'm just, I'm just trying to put devil. I agree with you. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here. Yeah. For,
0: it, I'm, I'm not going to like It's not you making me mad at this. It's it's how you, it's the question. Don't get like, don't get that. I want to point that out there.
1: Oh, no, I no. I get that. I'm just like, I guess I'm just trying to put devil's advocate here because I'm curious about these answers. Okay. Then you see us being a playoff team in two years. Who's, who's the goalie?
0: Who's the goalie? Yeah. Devin
1: Levi's our starting goaltender,
0: or at least I hope he is.
1: Uh, you're not going to want to hear this. This isn't me playing devil's advocate. He's going to be in Rochester. So say he signs next year, he's in Rochester at least two seasons.
0: Okay. Well, I'm not going to disagree with you, but I hope Devin Levi, I hope Devin Levi is. My thought process is this. Anderson is done at the end of, at the end of this upcoming season. He's going to retire. The only reason why he came back is because in my honest opinion, he did not want to retire with an injury late with an injury filled season. My thought process is that Eric, they're going to give Eric Comrie a chance. Obviously. Well, I mean, like, I
1: mean, he should have got more of a chance last year. Winnipeg, he he was, he played sixteen games. He was 10 ten five, ten five and one. Yeah, I I agree. Give him a chance as well. It's just unfortunately last year Winnipeg was stuck in a situation where they're they kind ahead ahead of fighting see. for like a playoff spot up till the end, so they were playing the they were playing Connor Halbuck until he couldn't really play anymore. Exactly,
0: exactly. There, I mean.
1: Like, I'm hoping, like, Comrie can come in and take over the starting role because Anderson, I would be completely fine with Anderson playing 25, 30 games of the season and then Comrie playing the rest. But I think they'll probably go 50 50.
0: Like, 40 40, like game wise. Oh, yeah, 40
1: 40. Sorry. Um,
0: oh, no, you 50 50 is percent wise. So I know yeah. what you going at there. It, I mean, the, like,
1: what I mean, about, what thing, about UPL though? Like
0: that—that's the only thing about me that, like, that like questions with the goalie. Like, what do you do? With UPL? So, yeah, further, he, Adams was saying that, like, he still believes UPL like has the opportunity to be a goalie, like at an at, at, at NHL level, and will give him that opportunity. Still, right.
1: I'm hoping, like, three, four years down the road, we have Devin Levi and UPL as our goalies because. I, I think both of them could be great starters, but it's just UPL needs to stay healthy. If UPL gets hurt again this season, I say you get rid of him. And then you put, you put all your chips in to make sure that you get Eric Portillo signed as well as Devin Levi.
0: Oh yeah. No, I agree whole, I agree wholeheartedly. Because right
1: now we got three, three prospects. Well, now four with that other kid, uh, that other goalie we drafted in the second round, who was the best goalie in the draft which we can talk about that in a little bit as well, if you want.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, we can do that there. I, you know, I I don't know. I'm just more hopeful for, I guess, I guess you and I are just more hopeful for this hockey team than like other, like other fans think because then other fans think like going back to the, going back to the Kane trade, it's not just that like, yes, Patrick Kane in a Buffalo Sabre sweater would look amazing. It's more along the lines that like, He has the experience. He can help the kids along. You're going to put asses in seats, which the team desperately needs to do, honestly. I mean, their two best games that they had last season were because Jack Eichel came back, and the city hates Jack Eichel, and because they honored quite possibly, like, the most important person in the history of the Buffalo Sabres and Rick Generett. That's the only reason why they had, like, set like like high attendance in those two games. Other than that, I mean, they barely averaged like 9,000 a game until the end of the season for the most part where attendance averaged a little bit over 10,000. But then, like, they still need to get asses and seats desperately. Patrick Kane will help the kids come along. And like I said, like, you know, I see it as a win. -win I see it as a win. I see it as a huge win. And I'm going to be honest here. Anybody that tells me it's not a win for this team is fucking stupid. And I, and I don't care who who disagrees with me or will, who I will piss off with this comment. I don't care. Like, it, it just boggles my mind, like, how people think, like, we're, if with that timeline question, if people believe, like, the team is still three to four years, like, away from making the playoffs alone, like, somebody needs to, like, get a reality check, in my honest opinion. Or just –
1: My only reason – My The only way I don't see us being close in – two to three years is we don't figure out the goaltending situation.
0: Yeah. And I agree. And that would be I the only
1: way, but I think Kevin Adams kind of has that like taken care of for the most part. Um, I, I, so further going further into free agency or not a free agency, but like during the off season, like getting closer and closer to, him, I'm like, I was kind of thinking, I'm like, well, why bring Anderson back? If we kind of want to push UPL, like into like that kind of like make him like a starting role. I'm,
0: the move that boggles my mind is bringing back Malcolm Subban. Actually, I mean, I understand like it's a two way way like, where he'll spend the majority of the time out here in Roch, but like, I'm I, I, I like, well, I guess it's better than Michael Hauser, Dustin. Well, DelCart- that, that's yeah. the reason
1: right there because I mean, last year the Sabres went through what we we started six seven goalies throughout the whole season.
0: Yeah, we had a. I think that's the reason. Right, I think
1: that's the reason right there. Yeah, because we know Malcolm Subban can play if needed. But now you got, so what, UPL probably starts in the minors again. You're going to have Subban down in the minors. And are the two goalies up in Buffalo are Anderson and Comrie?
0: Yeah, two goalies are going to be Anderson and Comrie, UPL and Subban down there. And then Levi will be back at school. Portillo will be back at school. And then the kid that we drafted, like wh- where did we draft him uh, from?
1: He is from Finland. His name is uh the last name is uh Leonin. I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce his first name. It's T. It's like T O P something. Tapius, I think.
0: Tapius Leonin? Okay, we'll yeah, go. He, right.
1: he plays. He he plays for Finland. Um. Okay, so
0: he'll be in the Finnish league then, and then yeah. probably come come. Okay, so they're probably he'll gonna... be
1: he'll be there still for probably two more years, two or three more years. I mean, he's only eighteen years old. Yeah, and then he'll come
0: to either Cincinnati or Roch.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I think that's just kind of secure that pick to me. Um, the these blankets. Yeah, because I I was listening to I think it was uh, it might have been a WGI heard this, but it made sense when they said because at first like the goalie didn't make sense to me, but then they're like it's kind of security because we didn't have our like he we, he got picked at forty one. Our next pick was until seventy four. So it's like you kind of just take that just as a security blanket, so like no one else can take him like he's not in case he's not there at seventy four.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. I understand that completely. It just like I said uh, that you know I'm okay with the pick. Honestly, I mean, I, you know, the thing is though, like when it comes to the NHL draft, like other than like the first round, like the first maybe like ten picks, after that I know nothing because they're like hockey players take years to develop, anyways. Like they're gonna be like in their native countries, or in college, or in the minors, and very few of them start right away, like in the, in the actual in the actual show.
1: Oh yeah, Matt. Like the the three guys we picked in the first round, I doubt all three of them see a Sabres uniform. I honestly, only think Maddie Savoy will be the only player like that we dropped in the first round, um, as a Sabres player. But he'll be in the minors for one, if not two more years still, or in his the junior team in Winnipeg. Um I kind of think Aus, uh, the Auslan and the the Kulich pick um kind of for trade pieces because I was confused as to why I go three centers in the first round.
0: Yeah, no. I'm three centers kind of boggles my mind too, but I mean, we're not the general managers, we just run a podcast.
1: I mean, I trust Adams.
0: I'm I from what I've seen wrong.
1: from what I've seen so far, I trust Adams.
0: No, don't get me wrong. I trust him too, and he's got good people around him. So I'm not co- I am not complaining. Right. I'm I think really- that's
1: more for like um, say like this year for some reason mm-hmm. or next year like we're like right in like a playoff spot like fighting for the wild card. That's th- those players are drafted for in case we needed a to trade, make a trade um come trade deadline to get like. A, a superstar or like a depth piece that will help us in playoffs. I think those are what those two picks were because centers are the hottest commodity in trades.
0: Oh, a hundred percent, 100% there. I mean, Hey, I, I look at it this way. I'm not complaining because I have faith in the team. I could be a Leafs fan bitching about how like I traded for a concussion prone goalie and lost Jack Campbell to Jack Campbell to Edmonton. <laughs>
1: Which I'm shocked that they lost them for what they did and Toronto didn't even offer him unless Campbell told them, he's like, I just don't want to be in Toronto. Uh, that was Because of what? He, he got, what, in Ottawa, two, two years, or what was it, two or four years and f- uh, five and a half mil a year?
0: For Campbell? Yeah. Edmonton.
1: No, no, I know that, but how many years did they give him, two or four? I think it was five by five, actually. Oh, it was five by five. Okay, I'm just shocked that Toronto didn't offer. You said like,
0: Ottawa too, so I'm oh, like,
1: sorry, that I meant. Sorry, Ottawa was on my mind because I I wanted to talk about them because I think they're gonna be scary this year. But um, no, I'm shocked Toronto didn't offer that contract because they could have paid that.
0: They could have, unless they're more worried about buying bums off because they need get, to have their top four, top six
1: forwards. Right, I get Campbell is like. Yeah, he didn't have, like, the greatest season, like, a full season put together. But, I mean, he still got the job done for you guys. Exactly.
0: Jack Campbell did exactly, like, what he needed to do. Now the Leafs are kind of, like, I'm not saying that Murray's a terrible goalie, but he's a concussion-prone goalie. Like, I mean, like, he takes, a, he takes like, one concussion he's kind of done for at that point. And then you're back to square one where you have no goaltending.
1: Right. So I don't, I didn't get Toronto, really, because especially with, I mean, we saw, like, goaltenders that shouldn't have been paid as much as they did this this uh, off season get get contracts because the goaltending right now in the NHL is a very hot commodity because no one can get anyone.
0: Yeah. Oh, wait. They also signed Samson off, too, I believe. Yes, they did. Yeah, I don't understand that one gets – I mean, I, I mean I, in my honest opinion – Washington lost both their goaltenders and then signed Kemper because didn't v- Vitek Vanecek leave too?
1: Yeah, Vanecek went to um, Ottawa. Was it Ottawa? I believe it was Ottawa. I'm gonna look it up right now, but I, I mean, well, I mean, I mean, well, they well, definitely upgraded, no matter what they upgraded with Kemper yeah. instead of those two.
0: Yeah, no, this is very true. This is very true. No, Vitek Vanacek only plays good against one team, and if he's in Ottawa, I already know how many games. I already know he'll be playing at least
1: ten games. I'll see. Oh no, game. Vanacek went to the Devils.
0: Oh well, they, the Sabres only played the Devils like four to f- so like five
1: or six times, anyway. So and that- don't we only play Toronto twice this year?
0: We played Toronto like three times, which baffles me.
1: No, I think we have one home, one away.
0: No, we have one home, two away.
1: So stupid.
0: It is. This guy, Batman's an idiot. Batman I mean, a... it,
1: it happens like that because that's how the schedule's set up. I get it. But it's like people like that is for the, that game, the Sabres and Toronto, whenever they see each other, like the tickets always sell out.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I don't understand Batman's thought process on the schedule. But then again, this is a man that's trying to keep the Arizona Coyotes alive out
1: of spite for everybody. Well, because he was the reason that they're in there. So that's their his baby.
0: This is true. This is true. Move them to
1: Quebec. You keep saying this so we both know it's never going to happen.
0: It's never going to happen, sadly. Move them to Quebec. Just to get... That team does not... The... Arizona doesn't deserve a hockey team. Arizona... Hockey in the desert makes no sense at all. It does not. I, I mean, that team is, su- that team is so, such a joke. It's not even funny. I mean, Gretzky couldn't even coach that team the greatest player of all time in the history of hockey couldn't coach that team. In fact, I think they finished dead last twice under him somehow. But then again, he also probably was coach. He was also probably coaching players that probably didn't belong on pee wee teams. But then again, I, I just hate the franchise. I just hate them. They, they need to go away. Like if, if contraction was a thing, if there was a smart commissioner in hockey, like They would get rid of the Arizona Coyotes altogether. Not even relocate them. Just contract them. But staying out West, your boys, your Oilers, we just mentioned them. They got Jack Campbell. They kept Evander Kane, which... I'm gonna be honest. I didn't think would happen given the given the money that he wanted. But then they made some moves, and I'm like, once the moves that they made, like I'm like, all right, you know, maybe he's gonna stay. So, how do you feel? How how do you feel? Do you think they're do you think they're cup contenders next season? Think they get over the hump?
1: Oh, uh, they still gotta kind of clean up the the defense a little bit. But yeah, I do. I mean, we saw in the pre in the postseason uh, come playoff time, like. They played good hockey. It's just they didn't get the goaltending. And now I think they get that goaltending. And that's going to make all the difference. Now this is going to sound like, yeah, clearly they got swept. But if they had Jack Campbell this past year, I think they at least take Colorado to six.
0: No, nah, they probably could have. They probably could have, but I mean, like, well, we won't know. We we won't know. We we won't know that because that was last season, and Jack Campbell's on there now. I'm just trying to figure out like what they're going to do with like defense, like with their defense. Actually, because there are some, pre- there are still some pretty decent defensemen on the market of it, on the market available right now.
1: Yeah, so they do got to clean that up. But I like the I, keeping Evander Kane was very smart of them because we talked about through the middle of the season when they went in their slump. That they needed that second line scoring, and now they're going to get that in Kane. Yep. So they kept him around, which is good for both parties because Kane needs the money, and Ottawa needs the scoring, and not just not just Ryan Nugent Hopkins, McDavid, and uh, Drysaddle just firing for them all season. So it's going to be good to take that. So yes, and now they got the goaltending because Smith was a disaster.
0: Smith and um, uh, oh shit, I forget the backup so much because they only played Mike Smith. What was his name? Uh, the backup, you know, who I'm talking about. I know
1: who you're talking about, I can't think of his last name.
0: I want to say, um, Miko something. I want to say that, but I'm way off, probably.
1: I'm looking it up right now, Koskinen, yes. No. Des? I don't know. Um, I, I'm, I'm, looking. Lo- I'm looking it up. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Um,
0: Miko Koskinen. No, that's not right. I don't think that's right. Or stumped. I'm stumped. I've been I I bullshit. I I called these goaltenders shit all season, and I can't even remember which it was
1: Koskinen. It was Miko Koskinen.
0: Let's go, Mikko Koskinen. Yes. Okay. Well, he was a better option than
1: Mike Smith, but he
0: wasn't much better. So, yeah, Jack- no,
1: it's like you're, you're, you're pick your poison. Yeah, it's you pick your poison with those two. But now, getting Jack Campbell is going to be huge for them. Um, I this does for me, this does take them over the hump because I mean they still do have like I mean they made it to the Western Conference Finals, and I don't think it was an accident. I mean they played. A surprisingly good L.A. team. Then they went in the Battle of Alberta and absolutely wiped the floor with Calgary.
0: Which still was a shock to me, honestly. I thought that would have easily gone seven. Instead, instead Edmonton just, you know, wiped the floor with them, which was baffling. So, but, hey, nonetheless, good for them. They made it to the Western Conference Final the first time since 2006.
1: Right, and now they got a goalie that just took the Tampa Bay Lightning to seven games.
0: Exactly. Exactly. There's, I'm. There's nothing wrong. With only with the,
1: that. really that one bad game, and the second game, and that was it. That was the only bad game he played in the playoffs. And I guess game five would have been as well. Where he led it four, right? Yeah, he let it four that game. Yeah, but I'm- this is definitely for sure an upgrade from what what they had. For sure. um, Jack Campbell is probably the... Would you say he was probably the best free agent goaltender on the market this year, or would you say Kemper?
0: I say Kemper. I mean, Kemper pretty much was the rocket for Colorado. I mean...
1: He's uh, a good... I, I'm going to disagree just because Kemper faced like 14 shots a game with how Colorado plays defense.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, at the same time, I mean, like, K- Kemper wasn't also, like, a bad goalie coming into Colorado any either. I mean, he was in Arizona.
1: And just he just looked bad because he was in Arizona.
0: He just looked bad. Like, he was good in Arizona. He had yeah. good in front of him. I mean, when you go from, I couldn't even tell you who Arizona's defensemen are because I could care less, but when you go from that to Cal McCar, who's going to be the greatest defenseman of all time when he retires. I, that's understandable. Uh, Jack Campbell, like, I'm not saying that, I'm not I'm not saying Jack, I think Jack Campbell was up, I'm not saying Jack Campbell wasn't, like, up there. He was up there, but I don't know. I just think Kemper. Also, I was hoping as my inner, my inner Sabres fan would have been like, oh, nobody's going after Kemper. Come on,
1: Kevin, do something. <laughs> but then again, like... Unfortunately, like, with that, like, yeah, people, we were, people are... People are mad. They're like, why aren't the Sabres making moves? Why aren't the Sabres making moves? It's because Kevin Adams is trusting what we have right now in our system. And a lot of these guys, the next couple of years are going to get paid. Tage Thompson is going to get paid. If he has another season, like he did this year, Owen power is going to get a good contract in two years now, three years. I don't really know how the yeah, rookie money's Dolly. about to be paid. So it's like, and now you're going to have to bring in like Levi and hopefully Portillo. Um, All these guys are going to be up for contracts. You need to save your money so you don't get yourself in the cap hell. Uh,
0: Yeah, I mean, the only thing is, though, is I was kind of hoping... I'm not saying splash the cash, obviously. I'm not saying that. I know who's got to get paid. I know who we... You know, like, all that. I mean, when you really think about it, we only have one bad... One true bad contract based on performance on the team still. But... Acaposo actually had a pretty decent season last year, so I can't complain about it that much. But that's about it. Are we at the cap floor yet?
1: I think so. We're at the floor. Let's go. I think we're at the floor.
0: I want them to sign James Van Riemsdyk still, though. That would be a great forward signing, in my honest opinion. I
1: can't, I can't believe JVR is still out there.
0: Uh, he's still out there. I want him. I want him. I want the. Obviously, the dream is trade for Patrick Kane, you know, give Chicago like a fucking bag of pucks or whatever and say, fuck you. But um uh sign JVR. Great, great goal scorer. Oh, no, know. we're
1: still. Hmm? What? No, no, yeah, we're at the cap floor now. Sorry.
0: Okay, good. Perfect. There we go. We're at the floor. Now get over the floor. We don't need to be right at the fucking floor. We're not the Baltimore Actually, Warriors.
1: we're right at the floor. We don't need to be Baltimore. We're. So the floor is sixty one we're at sixty two we don't need to beat the Baltimore
0: Orioles we're okay? twenty
1: million under that we're twenty million under the cap total
0: oh okay. we're twenty we're twenty million sign, sign j v r okay do that please I mean that would be a great addition. I wanted him at the end of 2018 and he decided to go okay, to scum and
1: where do you put him there's another issue
0: yeah that is another issue fuck you
1: look at that's why it's so hard to like yeah, we say all these things, all these things, and then it comes down to, it's like, well, where do the players go now? Where, where, where because you we all know Quinn's coming up. He's going to be a Buffalo Sabre this year.
0: Yeah, Jack Quinn's coming up. I mean, obviously, like...
1: I, well, obviously... I don't think is going to be a third-line player. No, he won't be. So what, do you... Fuck, trade middle stat, for fuck's sakes.
0: That's exactly what I keep saying. Get trade
1: middle out. stat. Uh, why don't you... Hmm. What position does JVR play? Is he? I thought he was a winner. I like yeah, right or left.
0: I think he's on the right. I
1: All believe. right. So uh, trade Olafson now you gave him a new contract and then bring JVR in.
0: Uh, let's see here. James. I, I, I know he's a winner.
1: I know. I think he's a right.
0: Oh, he's a left winger.
1: Mm. Yep. No room, <laughs> no room for him on the first two lines.
0: No room for him on the trade skinner. Yeah. Trade
1: Skinner and retain 33% of the cap, please. Yeah. Dear God, I love Jeff Skinner, but not a nine million dollar player. If Jeff Skinner was getting paid like six six to seven million, I wouldn't bat an eye at the contract. But nine million.
0: Uh, yeah, nine million is ridiculous. The only thing is there is that Jeff Skinner's only 30, whereas JVR is 33. So yes. that's, um, that's the only thing that, that's the only thing that I don't like about that. Although I will say this. Oh yeah. Oh shit. He came to us at the same time that uh, he came to us at the same time that JVR was a free agent. Hmm.
1: Fuck, fucked
0: me! I forgot that he was traded in the twenty.
1: 20- there's one move I am happy about is us getting a uh, Labushkin.
0: Labouchekin, right-handed defenseman.
1: About right. damn time, huh? Is that about now? Because now we have our. I think now we probably have. We've got one, one of the best Power. top four defense in the league. We've got a line mate for Owen Power. Yep, and now you got. Darlene and Samuelson as the one, then Power and Labushkin as the
0: two. I mean, and then, yeah, then you just got to figure out that third line defense. Probably
1: Bryson and Yoki, are you.
0: I'm fine with that. I am all I will. Do you think they
1: bring Lawrence Pilot back? Uh, uh yeah, he can't. He, he re signed to go to Rochester, huh? He re signed and he'll be in Rochester.
0: Yeah, I mean, he was uh, the
1: guy that just we're sending down to Rochester to help the development of people.
0: Yeah, because then they because they signed,
1: they signed three random AHL defenders
0: yesterday, and I remember sending that to you, and I'm like, who, who, and yeah, I don't know
1: who any of those guys were, but it didn't make like it bums made, off the street, right? It doesn't make sense to me because like I I guess I mean it does, but it's like like because you just got to spend money, unfortunately, because we need to get to the cat floor, but it's like we have like our six D men now.
0: Exactly. We do. And the thing is, though, is like it's never bad to
1: like have like,
0: seven, you know, for depth in case of like injury or anything like that. So so I think
1: Rasmus Aspen, like how long like, is his contract? When is his contract up?
0: Hey, why don't we trade him?
1: Oh, wait, um, Sabers have re-signed. Rasmus has to do a two year contract on 730 2021. So he has one more year left. Why don't we trade him?
0: Do you want to trade him?
1: No, I like Asplund. <laughs> I like I, him too. I like him, but I mean, so what? Was it? Paterka's a center, right? Does he play center in?
0: Yeah, he, yeah, he, he plays.
1: Yeah, he plays center in Rochester. Um, yeah, Actually, unfortunately, there's no, <sighs>
0: there's no room for any of the signings or trades that I want that
1: I want to have. No, there's not. No, unless Patty Kane. All right, so trade Middlestat. Um... But then, who do you play center on that line? Because you drop that. Uh, see, that just fucks everything up. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, Olafson. Because uh, we always had Olafson, and unfortunately, Olafson cannot be a third line player because if he is, he's going to be irrelevant. Oh yeah, no, he I'm needs sorry. to be on the top two line, top two lines because he can play with skill players. Uh. Um, because what uh, uh. Kaner is a right wing, no left winger. Kane's a right-winger. Right-winger. And so you have Olsson and Tuck on the right-wing. You're going to have clearly... If you bring Patty Kane in, Jack Quinn will not be able to play right-wing.
0: No, he won't be able to. That'll uh, just
1: fuck everything up, though.
0: Everything's fucked up. Ah, fucking hell, Adams. God, why'd you have to resign sign
1: I, I I didn't... <sighs> Unless this was a I piece... thought we were
0: going to trade him, to be honest. Unless
1: really... Olsson, we resigned Olsson and trade him for Patty Kane one-for-one. One, who says no?
0: Chicago, probably they don't want to retain that money.
1: All right, toss them a toss them a third rounder as well,
0: and a bag of pucks. Toss them a third rounder. This is the best you're gonna get. We know you're fucking desperate. You're gonna lose them. For they don't free. want. They don't
1: want that contract anyway. So I was like, hey, just just send them here.
0: No, they don't, and they and they and they know they'll
1: lose them for free at the end of next exactly. season. Exactly. So it's like you.
0: That's why I said Middlestead are two thirds and a fourth yesterday. Okay, then but then.
1: That just fucks up everything then, though,
0: no, if you trade yeah. a center. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, I'm trying to think of players like I know are fucking useless. I mean, Olofsson, like, his value is, like, pretty much peaked at this point. So, like, it wouldn't be bad if we traded him with that contract now. No, I mean,
1: that's why I said that because, it, like I said, if you don't trade Olofsson, you can't – because Alec Tuck can't be a 3rd third line. Third. Alec
0: Tuck is not a third-liner. That is our future captain at some point.
1: Yeah. So who's captain this year, you think? Acaposo for probably one season? Acaposo, and then they'll force him into retirement, I think. Uh, I think if they do that, though, they'll, they'll definitely bring him in in management. If yeah, he like, wanted to. Like,
0: like a coach. like yeah, a if he wanted to. A development coach. Because I don't know, I think all of yeah, Olson. Oh, I, I suppose it was definitely enjoyed his time more here in Buffalo, even though it's not been great. It, it has not well, been. Yeah, I great.
1: mean, he came here what the year before Jack was drafted, or two years? He came here before Jack was. Drafted. I, know, I, I I don't remember if it was a year before or two years, but he's been here for some shit. Yeah,
0: he's been here for some shit. I mean, he's enjoyed his time, even though it's been shit. So, like, I can see him staying on as a coach, like a development coach. Just don't be like Manchester United and pay him and pay him like a player's salary to be a fucking coach, <laughs> like they did with Lee Fucking Grant, and now he's retired. Oh, <laughs> uh, God, nah, but uh, I we can figure out what to do with the fucking hockey team down there. You the know, road. We're,
1: we're sitting here playing a uh, couch GM right now.
0: Yeah, we're playing fucking couch GM here. On to Ottawa, the moves that they have made. I am baffled. I did not think that Ottawa would do any of this, but here we are talking about Ottawa. Wait a minute!
1: Before we get to Ottawa, real fast, real, real fast, real fast, real fast. Okay. Why the fuck didn't we try to get Kirby Dosch for what he went to uh, admit or to um, Montreal for? That's on Adams. <laughs> like, how do you?
0: Huh? What like, about what the brin... What about the Brinkets? Look at what Chicago gave up for got for the Brinkets. <laughs>
1: They got what a first the uh, twenty twenty they gave the, the seventh pick, um the 39th pick and uh, uh but, so yeah, so it was a first and second rounder of this draft and then a third rounder in what like twenty twenty four,
0: I think it was a third in next year's draft.
1: Oh no, it's the twenty twenty four draft. Oh, it was. Oh yeah, no Chicago's fucking. Yeah, sp- this is why. So you bring in so Ottawa goes in, brings in Claude Giroux, and now they bring in cat and then they're gonna reunite. They're gonna reunite the, the the Chuck brothers. Yeah. The oh 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 you oh you think oh you think Matthew
0: the Chuck is gonna join Brady and um uh, Ottawa and create an absolute wagon? Yes. Oh God! I don't need that. We don't need that. Can we not have that? Ottawa's not, gonna be good. Ottawa is going to be good, but I'm not. I I I don't like. I'm not a fan of Ottawa. Me either. But, but. I mean. They're going to be good, like, and I have, and I will accept that. I will accept that. Like, this isn't the Ottawa of like fucking my childhood, where it was a bunch of goons that can go fuck themselves. And I
1: think Stutzel, uh,
0: Tim Stutzel is going to have like a breakout year at this
1: exactly. Time.
0: He'll have a his breakout rookie year. season.
1: What this was? His, this year was his rookie season, correct?
0: No, second season. He was a rookie two- in the, so,
1: yes, that's right.
0: Not in the bubble season,
1: but like in the. Uh, Covid season, Covid season, yeah, because he put up almost sixty points this year, I think, as a second year player. So he's going to take a big step up. Um, now you add Claude Drew into that lineup. You got Alex Debrinkett now. It's like, holy shit! What are they, what are they doing up in Edmonton? Well, while no one was looking, it felt like either it's just like everyone's just letting Edmonton. Uh, oh. oh my god! Your are I, oh, I don't get stacked up, and it's like no one's just going to do anything about this. They're just going to get all these guys because well, it doesn't surprise me. Drew went there because he wanted to go home.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. It does make sense. I mean, but no, they're, they're going to be good. I, you know, my <laughs> prediction of Ottawa being a top 15 team in the league, like it was one year too early. Yes, it was, but I, I knew that Ottawa was going to take the leap, you know, so I'll give myself credit for that. Um, Even though it was one year too early. But it is what is it is there. Um, I mean, we did say last year that, like, they were pretty much, like, on par with the Sabres. But, like, now they're not going to be on par with the Sabres. Like, they're going to be ahead of the Sabres in terms of their rebuild. I think that – I think the Red Wings are going to be a little bit ahead of their rebuild as well with the moves that they made.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, the Red Wings, are like, kind of, like, I feel like to me kind of what – um. New York, the Rangers just did. Like no one expected the Rangers to do what they did.
0: The Rangers were two wins away from going to the cup final, that's why.
1: Yeah, exactly. And no one like that's math. Yeah, who had New York who had the Rangers as a playoff team this year at the start of the season?
0: Yeah, I mean, well, that's that goes down to damn good coaching because Gerard Gallant is a very good head coach. Oh, uh, and it
1: comes down to Chris Drury being a fucking G yeah, a G of GM,
0: exactly. The only thing is though my... who's gonna be the backup to Igor next season? Who'd they sign? Who to replace Gorbachev?
1: I don't think anyone yet.
0: Gorgev, George George Georgiev. You don't think anyone yet? Oh interesting there. Okay.
1: Oh that's... no, they signed Louis Domingue. That's right. Game uh, that's like, right. they gave him like five million. Oh uh, yeah, that's right.
0: They uh, if you can't beat them, them. I guess.
1: <laughs>
0: I forgot about Louis Domingue. Louis, going... They gave him what, five million dollars? <laughs> hey, uh, spicy pork uh, costs a lot of money now.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a big change going from Pittsburgh to um, New York. It's fine, though.
0: Yeah, it's fine, though. I mean, you know, you can't beat them, join them. Why not? Came within one game of beating them, but, you know, maybe too much spicy
1: pork. And, I mean, he just gets to ride the coattails of Igor Shisterkin, so.
0: Pretty much. He'll probably play, like, 15 games this season. He'll probably play 15 games next season, so it's all good there. Um, Yeah. Oh, who is it that they who is it that they signed? Gal- uh, former Panther. Fuck me. Uh, you know who I'm talking about.
1: You're the who the Rangers just signed. Yeah, this, yeah, like
0: Gallant, Gallant, uh, Gerard. Gallant. Oh, like
1: Trocheck. Yeah, Vincent Trocheck. Yeah,
0: that was that was a move. I'm like, wow. I was I was shocked. I was like, wow. But then again, that's a Gerard Gallant type of player. I mean, he played yeah. under. Him. It Makes sense there, you know. Galant's just getting good players that will, that he will have that he will know will feel comfortable in his system, so it's just a matter of whether or not the Rangers can take that leap forward and improve upon being two games away from the Cup final. Mm, I think they can. I think they can too. I think they can too. I uh, you know. It just kind of annoys me because that means that Rangers fans are going to be like, oh, we're back. We're back. You haven't been back since 1994,
1: you idiots. And they just signed a, uh, I would say like a third, fourth line center and Ryan Carpenter as well, correct?
0: I believe so. Yes, I do believe so. Um, see, this is why I like hockey free agency. You get weird moves with cash being splashed, like Johnny Goudreau going to Columbus of all teams. But then you've got players that, like, you know, the teams sign players to fill the holes necessarily, not necessarily just to splash the cash like in football or in basketball. Basketball is a sport that boggles my mind. I mean, oh, my God. You know, you don't even want to buy a jersey, and you don't even want to try and buy a jersey anymore because there's a chance
1: that the Especially if it says Durant or Irving on the back.
0: Nobody knows where he's. Nobody knows where they're going. They may. They may be on the. They may be on. The, they may be on the. They may be. Playing.
1: Kyrie Kyrie's gonna go to LA, and KD's gonna go back to OKC. Imagine that. Imagine him going back to OKC,
0: Oklahoma City, with all their fucking draft picks and Chet Holmgren and all that. No, oh my
1: God. Yeah.
0: No, they're. Gonna I cannot
1: be... stand Chet Holmgren. Huh? I cannot stand Chet.
0: He's too cocky, too fucking cocky. Like, dude, you are a rookie. You are a fucking rookie, and you are saying that, oh yeah, I'm good. Me, I'm the best player, and in, in me in two months' time, I'm going to be the best player in the league. Like, you are a lanky Peter Crouch looking motherfucker.
1: He looks like me. <laughs> he looks like me when I had hair.
0: <laughs> and no I actually, beer. Think, I
1: actually think he weighs less than I do.
0: Yeah, that's probably the case there. He's a skinny motherfucker. Oh, God. He is a skinny motherfucker. Oh, God. Yeah, no. uh, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant are going to be playing game at Rucker Park this this upcoming NBA season. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody wants them. Every time I turn I'm, I'm thankful for I'm thankful for the golf right now because I I put on the bullshit talk shows like before I start work in the morning and all week they were like where's Kevin Durant gonna go? Where's Kevin Durant gonna go?
1: And it's that's like, what they talk about, like that, that's why I can't say anything anymore. All they talk about is basketball.
0: And it's like shut the fuck up. And then they talk about what Dak Prescott will eat for breakfast. And I'm like, I don't care. It's July. I don't care.
1: Yeah, and then uh, oh. I I don't, I don't know. It's like Uh, I don't want to, I don't want to get down this rabbit hole because I'm just going to get pissed off because I just hate.
0: I'm already, I'm already (laughs) in Uh, Let's move off, let's move off this, let's move off this. But um, uh, no, Ottawa is winning free agency. Detroit has been making some good moves. The Rangers have made good moves. We we played couch GM for like 20 minutes practically for trying to figure out like how to figure how to construct a roster for our fucking hockey team. Um. I called out an entire fan base of idiots for the most part because they know nothing about hockey. Um,
1: oh, also, did you see Dylan Strome went to the Capitals?
0: I did see that. Yeah, that was yeah, that was just today, right? Yeah, that was today. Yeah, like a couple hours ago, actually, I believe.
1: Yep, and then do you want to talk about that Max Petretti trade? Or no?
0: Vegas is fucking stupid.
1: <laughs> for future considerations. I love that. that. That's the greatest trade ever. How like, do
0: get? What what does future considerations even mean? Future considerations means like we'll figure out like what to send you, and it just turns out to be a bag of pucks, practically.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought. And
0: then, it's like the play, It's like in baseball, like when they say it's a player to be named later. Like they just send like some crap, like single A prospect, like yeah. down to whoever. That's that's all that is there. I mean. That that was what we did. That was what we did. Like when we traded for Malcolm Subban, like we sent Chicago, we sent Chicago future considerations. And you know, I didn't see future considerations sing the national anthem. We definitely <laughs> won that. <laughs> what if he just becomes the anthem singer for us? I'd be okay with that. That's why we resigned him. He's actually going to be the anthem. <laughs> that's that's we we resigned him for. If we if that's all we re-signed him for that like that that's like Manchester United keeping Lee Grant on salary just to have him be a coach like an unofficial coach like that that, that that's ridiculous.
1: Also, one other thing that I I uh, didn't see that the Sabers well not, not the Sabers did but Dustin Tokarski signed with Pittsburgh. I saw that. That was hilarious. <laughs> I didn't. I was like, all right, they, they, that's their backup for that. That's the replacement for Louis Domingue.
0: Yeah, that is their backup for Louis Domingue. Um uh, Johan Larson went to, um, uh, fuck, where'd Johan Larson go to? Vancouver, I want to say. He went out West.
1: Mm-hmm. I was kind
0: of hoping. I saw like somebody like, the Buffalo News had like an article like of who like play, like depth players that Buffalo should consider like signing for like depth purposes.
1: No, we and, need to sign. Uh, you know who we need to sign back? He played on the Sabres once before. Who? Take a guess. He played for two teams this past year.
0: Played for two teams this past year. Fuck, I don't. I don't necessarily know where we're going with this. Nick Deloria really wow you want to bring him back why i, I said you really want oh, to bring
1: yeah i want our players to feel protected
0: yeah fair enough
1: he will make all of our young guys feel very protected on the ice because people know that Dvorak will fight anyone
0: this is true we haven't had a goon in a long time
1: Exactly. like well now that we got um labushkin i mean, we got kind of got one
0: yeah, we've got we kind of have a goon, but we need a, like a true goon. We haven't had a true goon, in my honest opinion, since Coletta.
1: Also, how does Tampa just have all this money to throw around hey. all the time?
0: They're fucking circuit. the cap.
1: <laughs> Did you see the, all, all that? All within about like hey. five minutes, they just signed three players to. Well, they let Pilat go. They yeah, let... Pilat went to where the Rangers, right? Pilat went to no, he went to um, Carolina. Yes.
0: Yeah, they let Pilat go. Then they let um uh,
1: shit. Who else did they let go? Oh, we also forgot to mention as well um Ottawa picked up uh, Cam Talbot.
0: That's who Ottawa got. They traded for Cam yeah. Talbot. I forgot who they tra- Yeah, cuz
1: I thought it was Vahanchek
0: first. So I knew it was a goalie. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um they traded Given
0: that Cam Talbot was going to leave anyways, when Minnesota re-signed Flurry, and in my honest
1: opinion, that was dumb. Like Cam Talbot had a wonderful season, but well, do you want to know why they did it? Well, one because uh, Billy Garen and Andre Flurry played together before, so he has that trust. Yeah. Um. But two, we you know, it's been like this past couple of years. We're in a go- two gold two goaltender league. That's why you resigned Flurry because you were supposed to have Talbot under contract for one more year. Yeah, but then they went and traded him. But yeah. I thought it was smart because it's like, well, now now you have a great one-two punch in goal time. If I got the best one-two punch in the league,
0: yeah. But now Cam Talbot's in Ottawa because he was he was unhappy. Who's going to be the
1: backup in Mini now? Oh, that's my wagon. Um, Minnie has a um, this rookie that uh, they have. Um, well, he was not a. I can't, don't know if he was a rookie last year or he's young.
0: Young goaltender. Okay, he's
1: a young goaltender that was good for them last year before Flurry got there. Oh, um, Philip uh, Gustafsson. Gustafsson. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay, I forgot about him. Okay. So you're yeah, temp- he, he,
1: it was good for them last year before Flurry came. Then Flurry came and it's like, all right, you get the boot. So now, but supposedly um, Gustafsson is supposed to be really good. So. Ah,
0: okay. I'm okay with that there then. Um uh let's see here. Let's see here. I don't know necessarily know like
1: Ottawa's definitely a playoff team now, I think.
0: Ottawa is definitely a playoff team. Why do I think that Larson did not go to Vancouver, but
1: like I'm trying to look right now for you. Great podcasting.
0: This is great podcasting. Oh, Who wait, cares?
1: never mind. All right, Deloria, I guess. How with the Flyers? Oh, Deloria. Four fly- year, 1.7 a year. Oh, no. Four years, he's making $7 million throughout the four years, however that math works out.
0: I thought Johan Larsson was going to the, what's here. Hmm. That was, a, that was back in March. I f- Thought he signed I swear I saw somebody sign him.
1: Well you look this up and I'll add another fun fact. Uh Eric and Mark Stahl are both now on the same team. Well, for a little bit. Oh, that's right. Eric Stahl got a tryout deal, and Mark Stahl got a one year seven fifty. Florida, yeah. He got the Buffalo contract.
0: Yeah, their age increases their age incre their median age increases. Um I'm in He did not go to the West Coast. Where'd he go? Pittsburgh, according to Elliot Friedman.
1: I mean, it's West Coast compared to Long Island, if you want to go that way.
0: <laughs> Why did I take fucking Calgary for some reason? I'm so I'm so fucking you know, my brain is mush at this point. My brain is mush. The Yankees are losing to the Reds. Fuck you. Are you guys still being no hit? What do you mean being no hit? We we not over. no, we have two runs. We're losing four to two.
1: Weren't you guys getting no hit up until the sixth inning? Uh, I wasn't paying attention at that point. I'm I, th- record- I think you
0: were. Mm, <laughs> no, let's see here. Um, let's see here. I'm trying to fi- try and find something here for you. Give me one second. I don't care about the money line. Give me a score.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know where I'm looking. Everything's betting right now. On uh, all, all those shit, on every single app, it's all they got—the betting now. It's all they care about.
0: Who's this guy? Who's this guy? Stop showing this guy. Show me the score. I want to see if the Mets are losing. That way, I can tell you that they're losing.
1: Uh the Mets are winning four nothing, buddy.
0: Ah, Cubs are terrible.
1: Can't do. The Cubs shit. are dog shit. Cubs are dog shit.
0: All right, I guess we'll switch to baseball now. This is a great podcast. Uh
1: yeah, the Mets right now—if you bet the money line—they're minus uh thirty-three hundred.
0: Yeah, minus thirty three hundred. Yeah, like wins you nothing practically.
1: Um, uh, it means I got if I win, it means I gotta give the Caesars some money.
0: <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Um, uh, let's move on to baseball. I guess your Orioles—they're above five hundred.
1: I know what I'm talking about. Sometimes
0: <laughs> my Pirates are done for. They're fucking terrible. I haven't even taken a look since they since they played the Yankees. Um. Uh, but yeah, no, the Orioles are in like two games out of a wild card spot. Last I knew, they're a game over five hundred. Um, if you place them in the American League Central, they would be in second place in the American League Central. That's how bad the American League Central is. Like you have Minnesota, and then everybody else who's under five hundred. <laughs> Cleveland's under five hundred. Chicago's under five hundred, which is actually unexpected. Um, Because people thought that Chicago would actually try to win the division, and then you have the Tigers and the Royals who are just complete dog crap. Um, but yeah, no, the Orioles and Mariners ten game win streaks for both of them, and both of them started five started under five hundred. The Mariners are tied for a wild card spot now, and the Ro- and like I said, the Orioles are two games back. So I'm actually I'm actually perplexed at all of this. Um, holy shit! Holy shit! Oh, let's go tie game! The Yankees are tied with the Reds now. <laughs> the fact that they're tied with They're some... tied with.
1: Yeah, I mean, you shouldn't but be like. We should be beating them like fucking seven to nothing. Right, right. Fucking... Are, are the Reds the worst team in base? No. What, the Nationals are, right?
0: I believe so. Let's take a look at the standings. Let's do a. Standings. Oh, the
1: Nationals and Athletics are only got 30 wins. Only have 30 wins. That's fucking embarrassing. That is honestly embarrassing. And the Reds have 33 or probably gonna have 34 after tonight.
0: Yeah, let's take a look at the overall standings in the league. Let's see here. Hey, we still have we still have a four and a half game lead over the Dodgers and the Astros for the best record in baseball. The Mets, the Mets own. Hey, three Hey, no, you you guys took two of three against the um uh, against the Braves. See, sí, senor. Yeah, you guys took two of three against the Braves. Let's see here. Look at this. Oh, Toronto fired their manager yesterday, even though they're five games above five hundred But I guess because I got. I don't understand like why they fired Montoyo, to be honest like I thought he would I' thought he would have been the guy for some time, but maybe like upper management just thought that they were underperforming they were on, they were on a skid there so like that bo- like it boggles my mind but at the same time it doesn't because when you look at the roster that they have, you think that they would be doing better than being like tied for a wild card spot
1: with um,
0: Boston and Seattle and tampa
1: almost the mlb changing their playoff format is just completely like fuck you with my mind as to what the wild card spots are now it feels like there's like 27 teams there in wild card spots i'm just so confused oh 100 i mean like yeah. it, it's it's like it, it was so simple for so long and now it's like i'm just very confused <laughs>
0: No, because they decided to expand playoffs this uh, year with the new CBA, and my and I, you know how I feel about expanded playoffs. I think it's bullshit, honestly. I it, money it's just grab. more, huh? Money grab. Exactly, it's just a money grab. I mean, wh- look at we'll 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 do a rundown of the American League Wild Card here. Tampa Bay is forty-eight and forty. They hold the first Wild Card spot. Then you have a three-way tie for two more wild card spots. Toronto, Boston, and Seattle are 47 and 42 for wildcard spots. Then you've got Baltimore, who is the last team in the American League that's over 500. At 45 and 44, two games back of a wildcard spot. Everybody else in the American League is under 500. Cleveland, Chicago, Texas, the Angels. Detroit, Kansas City, and Oakland. And yet the Angels, who are 11 games under 500 are somehow only eight games back of the wild.
1: <laughs> the only time I ever see anything about the Angels is like either Shohei Otani or, or Trout, and then other than that, it's just dog shit.
0: Because Shohei Otani does things that nobody's done in like 100 years, and yet the Angels still lose. And the thing is, though, is I feel bad for him in a way, but he chose to play for that piss-poor piss poor franchise.
1: He likes L.A. All the all the foreign guys love big cities.
0: Yeah, this is very very true. Bright lights, big city. Nothing wrong with that, I guess. But then, like, then we go to the Nash, going back to the National League Wild Card. The Braves hold the top spot by some distance. Yeah, that, San Diego has the second spot by some. The Cardinals, distance. right? Then the Cardinals have the third one. Then you have the the. I was getting ready to say the Forty Nine ers. My brain is mush. Then you have the San Francisco Giants and the Phillies who are each one game back Miami is that that Philadelphia is the last team over 500 in the national league, Miami, Colorado, Arizona, Pittsburgh, Chicago, the Cubs, Cincinnati, and Washington are the rest of the teams. Miami is two games under 500, but they're three and a half games back. Colorado is seven is eight games under 500 and they're six and six and a half back in the wild card. Arizona, who would you believe the Pittsburgh Pirates are 38 and 52, but yet somehow only nine and a half games back of a wild card spot?
1: Um, because you're telling me that, yes. Yeah. it's fucking,
0: <laughs> I fucking hate expanded playoffs. Like, it's bullshit. Like, teams like that should not technically be mathematically in contention. But then again, when you look at everything here, like, there's only like 14, like, well, actually, I'm sorry. If you don't have 40 wins at this point, like, you're done for. So, Arizona, the Angels, Pittsburgh, Detroit, Kansas City, the Cubs, the Reds, the Athletics, and the Nationals, like, you might as well just say goodbye to this season, okay? And then, like, everybody else that's, like, under five, oh, my, oh, my God. The Orioles are literally the last team in the league, like, at 500 or above. They're at 45 and 44. After that, like, there's nobody above 500. The closest is Cleveland. They're one game under. The rest of the league should be fucking embarrassed. Sick football league. Football. Huh? I said sick league. The rest of the league should be embarrassed at this point. Oh, like, I
1: don't know. Something fun. Hmm. Uh So, you know how I played in a golf tournament this past weekend?
0: Yeah. How'd you do in that, by the way?
1: Uh, not too bad. We came in at minus six. We beat my dad's group who came in at a minus five. Um... But at the tournament, they had a lot of good giveaway stuff and everything, right? I ended yeah. up winning a signed uh, Ryan Braun hat.
0: Steroid taker, but
1: not bad. Nice, nice. What are you going to do with it?
0: Just keep it in like your room or Either whatever?
1: keep it and get like, a case for it or sell it on eBay. Uh,
0: I, uh, one buck.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I looked online and it's like, People are selling them for like a uh, hundred thirty. So,
0: one buck. <laughs> okay, fine, fine. Two fifty.
1: Why don't you want it,
0: <laughs> huh? Why, why so cheap? <laughs> I'm just trying to see how I. I'm just trying to see how
1: much I can lowball you for. Oh no, I my my, my price is going to be set lowest. I'll go one ten.
0: One dollar and ten cents. You have a deal, oh, sir. One
1: hundred and ten dollars.
0: One hundred and ten pennies. You have a deal, oh, sir. I- <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um uh, I'm gonna
1: hold it because what you think he'll he'll be a Hall of Famer, right? No, probably not.
0: The man got suspended, I believe, a whole season for taking steroids. What's wrong? So does everyone else. <laughs> Alex Rodriguez wouldn't be a first ballot Hall of Famer then,
1: if that was the case. <laughs> At least I think it was Ryan Braun. I don't really remember. Yeah. To be well, honest i don't i don't, well, even, when I don't I even know where i put the hat
0: when i see you on saturday we'll find the hat uh,
1: oh i just can i do know where it is it's in the bag still from the tournament
0: Back. all right well when i find the bag i'll just take it off your hands for you
1: but yeah i meant to <laughs> dick
0: <laughs> may leave a 20 <laughs> here you go merry christmas <laughs> i'm terrible um uh no, nah, that's actually pretty cool, though. Autographed MLB hat. That's pretty cool. I mean, no matter who the player is. Yeah, he took steroids, but whatever. He had a pretty and decent... My career, no
1: friend matter. won a... I, was it? Adam Wainwright signed baseball bat?
0: Hey, that's actually pretty good. I mean, he's going to get his number retired by the Cardinals like
1: after we and, retire. And he'll be a Hall of Famer. And... I know, that's, that's what we were told at the... Uh, some old guys came up to my friend after he won the bat. like, he's a Hall of Famer, man. You better keep that
0: uh he's got the accolades, but he doesn't have the numbers
1: yeah i don't I don't know i just
0: i think it will be like i'm my dad was at uh, when i went when like, my dad was asking me about that like if he thinks like wayne if i he if I thought Wainwright would be a hall of famer like um uh, Molina and pool holes will be, and I'm like well, he doesn't have the numbers, but he's got the accolades like not maybe not like m- maybe like not a first year Hall of famer but maybe like if he's still on the ballot maybe like late ballot or maybe even like one of the committee votes I don't know how that'll work for him they'll probably put him in though they'll they'll change everything up by the time like that happens in my opinion but that's a whatever there um uh, but no I that's actually pretty cool there you know getting the hat and the um uh, autograph bat. that's actually pretty cool memorabilia there um what I I'm still so baffled about your 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 Orioles. You know, you might as well root for the Orioles at this point. All the rest of the season, the, the Mets. You oh. know, they're gonna break your heart.
1: Yeah, I know they're gonna. And um, I was gonna say if the Oilers, the o- Orioles. Orioles. Oh my god, the Oilers play hockey and play baseball. Dude, it right. it has been a. I feel like it's I might as problem. well have taken every single drug in existence. Like, cause I am mush right now. I am sorry for this Marty? podcast performance,
0: Marty. Marty Mush, is that you?
1: <laughs> and uh, we just had another not, home run. Let's go. The Mets, oh God, you're playing the Cubs. <laughs> uh six, nothing now. Yeah, at least you guys are beating um, a team. <laughs> but no, or if the Orioles make playoffs, I'll become the biggest. Or, or oh my God, I almost Orioles Orioles fan. I- I get what you say. I'll buy a hat because actually I love their logo. It's just their, they have a wonderful logo. It's just it's, their dog shit. No, they are. They—they're
0: actually way ahead of schedule. Like they have the prospects and everything, but this is very unexpected. But baseball is a uh, unpredictable game, so nobody saw this coming. So good for them, nonetheless. Nonetheless, there. Um, good for them, nonetheless. Um, you know. Let's see here. What else do I have? I I, I got nothing, I got nothing there. Um. Uh... Oh yeah, I guess like we can go into maybe some soccer a little bit, you know, especially since you know Manchester United won the Bangkok Centenary Centenary Cup, you know, <laughs> winning their first trophy of the season, the second trophy of the season after the giant ashtray that uh, they were presented at a press conference before the before the friendly. So that's two trophies on the
1: season for Man United,
0: and um, uh,
1: are you guys a new Tottenham? <laughs> We've like at least Audi Cup.
0: We've at least like won an actual trophy this decade, so no. True. <laughs> Charlie, Sa- I mean, you know, the highlight of the game was Charlie Savage, um, uh, Man United Academy product, uh, turning world-beater Mohamed Salah inside out with his uh, Maradona-style turn. Um, uh, no, and all joking aside, I'm actually excited for the season. Um, the transfer market has been very lackluster and I'm sick of certain people. I'm sick of people like blowing up my phone about transfer rumors. Not you. There's a, I have a, I have a chat that like is a strictly United based chat and all they do is like blow up my phone about like rumors and stuff. And I'm just like, why are you guys to
1: sign no one?
0: I don't care about the rumors. Honestly, I don't at this point, like until I see like the official
1: United account saying we've
0: signed somebody like, I
1: don't. Well, and with soccer as well, like, every player is linked to, like, Everywhere. Everywhere. It's like, you don't know where they're going to, like, Every player is, like, the odds for him to join, like, United, Liverpool, Real, Byron, uh, Dortmund. Uh, also, how the fuck does Barcelona buy players still? I'm so confused.
0: Nobody knows that. Nobody knows that. There is no, nobody has a, nobody has a clue. Even, like, the top soccer insiders have no clue how they're, ha- how they're doing this. That team actually needs to like be investigated at this point, but you know, UEFA and FIFA are going to invest
1: They will I mean, Barca is one of the biggest clubs in the world. They're not gonna. Not.
0: They're they're, they're not as big as they,
1: they want. probably gave, They probably UEFA or FIFA probably gave them the money to sign the player.
0: Probably because you know they're well. Uh, they still. The whole Frankie de Jong, Frankie de Jong saga is annoying because. He doesn't want to go to United. He wants to stay at Barcelona, but they're not, But Barcelona want to sell him because they need the money. But Barcelona also can't afford – they also owe him, like, a whole season's worth of bonuses from his wages. So they're not actually going to, like, do – it. so they're not actually, like, going to do anything there for that. – they're not going to do anything there for that. But, like, they need to figure that out. And yet they signed uh, Usman Dembele to a two-year contract extension. But yet they're broke. It baffles me. Like they've brought in Fra- Frank Cassier and Andreas Christensen. I mean, those were free transfers, but you still have to pay them wages. Like that club really needs to be investigated, but they're not going to be investigated, which is ridiculous. But at the same time, like I don't know. I'm just I'm just baffled.
1: I, baffled. Yeah, I saw that the other day. My first my first reaction was like. Are they out of are they out of debt all of a sudden? No, they're not out. Of debt. No, I know they're not. But it was like that, that. was like my. I was like, how the fuck is this like a thing still? Because it makes no sense. It's like, how do you have this club who is how much even in debt are they?
0: Like a billion dollars yeah. in debt. They have the debts of like a small third world country.
1: Yeah. So it's like I just don't get like how they're just able to sign a player. I mean, they're gonna be dog shit once again. But. I don't think
0: dog shit with the players that they bought i mean i think that they'll they'll be somewhat competitive but the thing is there is like they're not going to be like what they once were obviously but at the same time like do they have is are they're privately owned right they're owned by not privately owned it's like a spain is different they're owned by like it's like the. It's like they don't the, have the
1: fifty-one. They don't have the, like the fifty-one rule, right? Or forty-nine-one, whatever.
0: that's Germany. The that's 50.
1: Germany. They don't. Barca wouldn't have that.
0: Barcelona, Barcelona is like the Green Bay Packers. Like it's more of like a fan ownership thing, okay. but then at the same time, like they have like it's fan ownership, but they have the board of directors in the upper management.
1: So like, do you think so Messi like sees that deal and questions why they couldn't keep him last year? Oh, hundred
0: percent. He's questioning everything. In my honest opinion, you're just not saying anything because he's actually humble. Unlike some other players that like are mad about a wage cut and want to go to like anywhere else but stay in Manchester. Cough, Shit. cough. Uh, Bozo. Cough, cough. Ronaldo. Cough, cough.
1: Well, it's like Mo Salah also saying is like he's like I'll sign for Chelsea or City because we weren't giving him the contract yet.
0: Yeah, and he's still not – yeah, and he's going to be the highest paid player on the squad, but he's still not going to make as much as fucking De Gea. Yeah. Like, he's making less than a goalkeeper is, which I think goalkeepers making 500000 a week is ridiculous.
1: I mean, that, it's, just, it's just a crazy amount of money to say, like, 500000 a week.
0: No, because soccer is, like, ridiculous. Like, players should not be getting that, like, a week, honestly. Like, I don't understand, like, how they do that. But it is what it is. I don't understand, like, how they do that, especially for goal for goalkeepers. That makes no sense. Well, I
1: mean, he, I mean, uh, he, De Gea deserves to fucking own United with how much he got, battles you guys out. I mean, I, I don't well, get why people hate on De Gea. Whereas, like, I know I, I joke around with you sometimes about it. But he's like, that, that man is your team's saving grace a lot of uh, the
0: time. How long? He, if it wasn't for him la I don't care about Ronaldo's goal. I care about Ronaldo's goals, but I don't at the same time here. If it wasn't for De Gea, we probably would have been like in 15th and closer to relegation. I've said that all last season. I, I, the thing that sucks is that they don't have a replacement for him like once he leaves. Because Dean Henderson went on loan to Nottingham Forest. And their backup is Tom Heaton, who's like 32, I think. Like 32, 33. Like who's all like who's like, yeah, that's the same age as De Gea, but he's not he's not of the same quality of De Gea. Like they need like a young goalkeeper to like actually like be able to take the reins at some point. Whether or not that's Dean Henderson, that's another thing that's in question there. Unless Uh... unless they have some godsend in the academy that they've been keeping under grap like a mummy.
1: That's what I do love about soccer is um,
0: the academies.
1: Yeah. I think can, more sports need to adopt that instead of like, instead of like a draft. I get it would be hard with like American sports because there is so many, whereas you go over to Europe. It's just like that is your, you either play that tennis or golf, really.
0: Pretty much. Or you have like an actual like normal life where you go to school and get a job.
1: Right. Oh, right, the- right now in the Mets game, we got a, a cup snake going on.
0: That's probably the best thing that really uh, feels. Security like.
1: just came over and told him to take it down.
0: Ooh.
1: <laughs> but no, um, so back to the conversations like I love the academy process. Um, because like they get like if they see a star coming up through the ranks, it's not like someone else would be like, Oh, I'm just gonna draft him. It's like, well, we get to keep him now, and this is gonna be our player. The only problem with the ranks is that like if a
0: kid does not live up to the potential for them. And they release the kid and nobody else ends up signing him. The kid's kind of screwed at that point because it's like, well, yeah. I spent this many years like in an academy and what do I do for schooling? They really don't help. Like, Well, they kids. also
1: just set up that thing that was it last year where they set up that whole fund now that helps the academy players who didn't get signed. Where they'll help them find a job and stuff, which I get It's not that was, a lot, but it helps. Yeah, that was the first time in like ever
0: that they actually
1: did something. Well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. At least they're making like changes to that. They're making changes. Because right. I, I agree 100% with the point where it's like, it's fucked that the player like didn't get paid. Like, it, no one wanted, like, if they didn't get signed anywhere, like they just wasted a couple years of their life by doing that and focusing their life to soccer.
0: Exactly. Whereas like, whereas like in the NFL the NBA and even and even the MLB I guess I won't say the NHL for the most part because well I won't say the NHL for the most part because most of the players that come into our league like they go they come from overseas but like if you get drafted in the NFL like if you leave after like your sophomore year or if you leave after your freshman year for basketball like junior year for football junior year for football but um, uh, you know what I meant. Yeah. If they they can go back to school, like the school, like if they turn out to be a, if they turn out to be a bust, like colleges will
1: help them come back. Yeah. Do they? So, if they I get mean, a full scholarship, like say, like a basketball player, like would he get it for like the only the year that he's there, or would they give it to him, like would he be able to go back and go for free like those three years after? So well, clearly, like, he wouldn't need help. Like if you're playing the NBA. I'm just going to use them, like, just for the example. Um, They'll have clearly enough money, like, even the bench players who don't play still get a decent wage, so you won't have to worry about money. But do they honor that four-year scholarship, or is it kind of after they leave, it's kind of, like, voided? After they leave, it's kind of gone.
0: It's like after they transfer, like, when, it's, like, the same thing, like, if they transfer, like, it's it's pretty much, like, wiped out. Which is why I kind of hate college. Which is why I kind of hate college sports in a way now, with how everything's changing with the landscape. Because like these kids, like these kids are being pretty much taught. Well, they're not taught. That's the wrong word. What bothers me is like these kids are pretty much being like. It's pretty much being said like here you can, live up to being athlete practically from the age of from the age of eighteen practically because of nil now and everything but then like if they turn out to be a bust or like there's no career in sports for these athletes then like what do you do like you're not gonna live on you can't live off endorsements like once your time in college is done or like once your time in like or once your failed career is over with yeah like need to figure out like what to do like in like in a career or whatever i mean like i mean like that, like that's one thing like where the NCAA actually like gets it right is that like they help the kids whereas like the academies are now just finally doing that for soccer players but I mean the thing is though is like most academy players find a way to like make a living like at lower league clubs anyways so like I feel like they still are able to like make a living at some point but it is what it is there. Um, I do wish like our soccer academies were I do wish like our soccer academies were more like Europe like more dedicated to like developing kids like they are over in Europe. I will say that. I don't think like we do a good enough job of that here, honestly. Like we develop them and like we send them to college, but that's practically it.
1: Yeah. Well, like, I, mean, I, think, I think, like, the, the for hockey, like, the U.S. development team program, it does better than the soccer does here.
0: It does. It really does, honestly. I mean, how many players got drafted from that just this year alone in, hockey, in the NHL?
1: Yeah. Like, there
0: were, like, seven in the first round alone, I think.
1: Yeah, it was crazy. Well, it also didn't help this year. No one wanted to take Russians.
0: Yeah, this, that does not help there at all. But – you know, politics aside and everything, I guess it makes sense. But yeah, uh, I mean,
1: it, it, it makes sense. But yes, it was a good year for the development program. But like any like year, like in a normal year, that probably wouldn't have been the case. But still, no, a still year. do it better than like the soccer academies do. Like back. No, to point.
0: I mean, I would say the best academy. Like it's weird. Like the crap teams in MLS like have good academies. Like FC Dallas, great academy. Like they, they have a great, they have a wonderful academy. Philadelphia has another, is another, like they, is another, like they have a good academy. They're not a crap team either. Like they're first, they're like first in the Eastern Conference, but like they have a good, they have a good academy. Um, Red Bull, like has a decent academy, like with New York, like where they just use the Red Bull system to like have them play in New York and then they go to Leipzig or Salzburg or whatever. And then they just find their way into playing for Leeds, apparently, Tyler Adams um, and Brendan Aronson, too, actually. But um, uh, Brendan Aronson actually came through Phillies Academy, then ended up going to Salzburg. And now, he's in, and now he's in Leeds with Tyler Adams, 2026 squad, just getting the game together, I guess. Um, uh, but yeah, no, our academies could do a little bit better. I mean, we have like we have an academy system out here in Roch called Empire United. But I mean, I've heard good things about them, but at the same time, like, I don't know like what they do like after like, you know, U18s or whatever. Like, I guess they have like a partnership with like the um, uh, MLS development team out here, like RNYFC, but that's about it. Like, okay, like if they if they're pipeline to that team, like, what are they going to do after that? Like, you're not, you don't have, we don't have a professional club. Like, we don't have a true professional club here in Rochester. Like, an MLS, like, or even a USL, like, team. Like, are yeah. you just, like, ship them out to, like, whatever USL club would want them? Or whatever ter- crap MLS team? That's what's not- confusing
1: me about the US ranks as well with, like, the leagues. It's, like, I, I, I just don't get what they would be compared to, compared to, like, the European leagues. Like, with their, like, second divisions and stuff.
0: Yeah, no. MLS, obviously, is the first tier. Yeah. USL would probably be, like... USL Championship and League 1 would probably be, like, the second tier. Isn't there an MLS th- 2, though, or no? Oh, yeah. MLS Next Pro would be more along the lines... I feel like MLS Next Pro, USL League 2, and NISA would be, like, Tier 3. Okay. And, and then, like, the NPSL and the UPSL, which are, like, the... Semi-pro leagues would be, like, Tier 4. Okay. And then um, the
1: BDSL is?
0: The BDSL, like, all those, like... Th- that's Sunday League.
1: <laughs> I, play that's the B- Sunday. I play in the BDSL.
0: That's fucking Sunday League. Get the fuck out of here. We have the RDSL out here.
1: That with- is Sunday League?
0: Yeah, I was taking a look at I was taking a look at that actually, like when you were talking about like how you were like how you uh well well you practically quit on LaSalle F C anyways, practically. <laughs> you, uh, you, I actually you, went to the game this past Sunday. Did you play or did you just watch?
1: Um no I played but the guys weren't happy with me that I've been missing so much so they barely played me and then I missed tonight again. But in my defense I had to work late.
0: Yeah, podcast is more important. Well, to-
1: I was working while the game was going on, so
0: uh, yeah, that makes sense. You live in Hamburg. They play all the way up in Niagara Falls,
1: right? So, like actually, the game today was at Madai. Madai M- M- Buffalo, yeah.
0: Where does Madai even play their games? Do they even have a turf? Do they even? Yeah, have they, a- they got a.
1: They got Madai has a turf field.
0: Oh, they have a turf field. Yeah. Okay, that's that cool small though. They're like right over by but yeah, these- They're
1: about as big as Dewville is.
0: Ah, okay. Yeah, I know that, but I didn't know they had a field. Because I know Dealville. like, they didn't have a field, but then they had the one built for them just off of the 190, like how many years ago, which is really nice in my opinion.
1: Oh, it's very nice.
0: Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, uh, Yeah, no, the BDSL and the rds that's like fucking Sunday League. Get out of here with that shit. You almost fell for it, too. <laughs> I almost did. Almost, yeah. No, I actually was taking a look, but then I'm like, about uh, that, I'm like the website was like the website looked outdated and then like I'm thinking myself like the P like I, and I just looked at it like they had the old Rochester Rhinos like logo on their website and I'm like this team doesn't exist anymore they had like the um uh they had like Empire United's logo and I'm like why do you have an academy? Like, why are you affiliated with like a youth academy? That doesn't make any sense. You're practically a Sunday league. And then it just gave like a bunch of old mental like contact if you want to join a team. And I'm like, I don't want to do this. Fuck no.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's not worth it. it not is, worth- I would definitely not recommend anyone playing. Uh, if you have the time, yeah. Like, if you don't like. Yeah, find, but if fine, but like, I'd rather do like, I'd rather golf on my Sundays and just hang out and like, go have like a nice dinner and like, enjoy my sunday evening
0: i don't want to waste like time like having guys like take sunday league soccer too seriously when in reality it's practically your life like my the...
1: yeah my team messages about the game all fucking week it pisses me off
0: they message about the game
1: oh yeah they message like how we should beat this team and stuff and like their players and something like dude it's literally sunday league half the guys show up hungover, anyways yeah,
0: there we go. That's the way to do it, honestly, at this point. Um right, uh, I played
1: more games drunk this year than I did sober.
0: <laughs> oh, good yeah, fun. You know what? You know what? I think we should I think we should resurrect the Cheek
1: White Eagles. <laughs> I'm, i I you can. I'm gonna be yeah. living lavish out of Florida in two weeks.
0: Uh, no, 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 no. We'll just own the team. Like we oh, all right,
1: need... all right. I'll help you manage it from down there. I'll get the signings ready. We get the signings. I away. drew people off from Florida, make a move to Buffalo for Sunday league for the summers. <laughs> I'm sure that they'll take I don't
0: think they'll take it. I, Tell I them they'll
1: pay them a decent wage and then just block their numbers. And
0: <laughs> Oh, okay. You know what? We'll just stick to trying to buy. We'll just stick with trying to buy Sunderland in like 10 years. I think we could.
1: I think we could.
0: <laughs> We could. We definitely could. That's our club still. That's our club. The only thing is, though, is Adam Johnson is not allowed within 500 feet of the club.
1: I was going to have him be the coach.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nobody knows who Adam Johnson is. We don't need to explain that. So um,
1: (laughs) we don't need. We might get in trouble if we explain it.
0: We may. We will get in trouble. If you're
1: curious, look it up. We will not be saying it. We will
0: not be saying it. Um. do you have any other final thoughts before we conclude we've we've been we've we've talked about it a lot somehow
1: no i just want to let people know you and i are playing golf together on saturday and, yeah, the um, sports
0: podcast um uh tournament competition i guess we'll call so it.
1: i was thinking of a little game to play on uh saturday and i was thinking about giving you two strokes a hole and see if you could beat me
0: We'll see. We'll, well, I'll go with that. I I probably still won't beat you, but I'm hoping to improve from the last time that I golfed. Oh, so. The
1: last time I golfed was so bad. I shot a 51. I thought it was your tournament. No, I. well, the tournament I played good in. My league on Monday, I shot a 51. Ah, okay. Yeah, I okay. started off the day with a double bogey on an easy par 5 where I normally par birdie, and it was whew.
0: How many strokes should we give Dave when he joins us?
1: Um... I can no, play him straight up. Yeah, no, Dave's okay. actually, Dave's actually pretty good.
0: Now, Dave will probably try to get. Dave will probably try to tell me that, like, Jeremy, I'll give you five strokes and five <laughs> strokes a hole, and I'll still beat you. Anyway. No, actually,
1: we'll do. I'll give you two strokes a hole and play match play, so that way. All right, but I'm counting. Uh, but I'm
0: not gonna. I'm not gonna count the two strokes towards my score there. Obviously, like. No. But, yeah.
1: Well. Yeah. I would just do it in for the hole, and then I'd just keep your clearly your score throughout the hole. Yeah, fair enough. There, I'm fine with and that. We just have a little game.
0: Yeah, we'll have a little game. Uh, hey, nonetheless, it should be a good time. Nonetheless, I'm ex- I'm looking forward to this weekend. Um, so like I so, like I said earlier, sucks that your sucks that your brother and Rice can't join us. But you know, it is what it is. I'll have to make a trip back out sometime before the summer ends to go see those two. Then I ah, fuck them, huh?
1: I said I uh, ah, fuck
0: them. You know what? Why not? I, you know what? You're right there. <laughs> You're right there. I mean, they—they they, they don't they just... deserve
1: your trip, huh? They don't deserve your trip. I'll tell them to come out my
0: way. I know. I know Zach will not drive out this way. That is why I will tell him that. Who <laughs> he's too—he's—he's he's too lazy to drive out this way. I—I I know. I know he is.
1: Oh, and then also, last bit of news on the Long Island Sports Podcast is SpongeBob's birthday. Happy birthday, SpongeBob!
0: Happy birthday SpongeBob. Happy birthday. All right, I have no other final thoughts other than actually no I do. Got uh, Paiska, you came out of hiding because the Red Sox like won two games. It's only two games. You're still like in like third place in the AL East and you're barely clinging onto a wild card spot so you might as well just start sticking back to football, okay? Don't come off hiding for the Red Sox just because they won two games. The Oilers,
1: oh oh my God, Orioles are about to pass you. (laughs) (laughs) The
0: the Oilers may as well at this point. We don't know, but yet to be determined. But yeah, the oil, the Orioles definitely. The oil, Fuck me. Now you've got me saying it. Uh, The Orioles. Fuck me. Fuck.
1: It's a bit of a tongue twister, kinda.
0: It is, but we're also fucking being stupid right now, but it is what it is. But yeah, no, Paiska came out. Paiska, don't come out of hide don't come out of hiding when the Red Sox win like two games in a row. You're l- you're lucky you didn't get swept. You'll get swept this weekend, okay? Then you can go back into hiding about the Red Sox. Um, but that concludes another episode of the Only Heart Sports Podcast. Um We doing a pod next week?
1: Yeah, we'll do a pod and we'll talk about our golf and um that will that- just Shoot the shit. We'll talk about the open, and then just shoot the shit. I'm fine with that. Nothing really will be happening the next week, really. I mean, yeah. we could talk about the Sabers dev camp and what we saw.
0: Yeah. Well. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. No. It's to a certain someone that decided to go to dev camp today. Talking a bit about wanting to go golfing, but you know, if you if you if you decided to take a day off to go to dev camp, you could have just told me, "Oh, I'm off today." I would have taken a day off, and we could have gone golfing instead. But okay. Um. Uh. But, um, uh, no, yeah, no, we can do that. Um, I will be, let's see, no, because this weekend, I'm in, okay, so this will be a pod. We can do a pod next week. After that.
1: The we week after, I will not be able to do one because I will be getting all settled in in Florida.
0: No, that's perfectly fine by me. I'll probably still be too exhausted from Pocono anyways. We'll do one the week after because I'm actually going to Bill's camp on Saturday the 30th. Perfect. I can talk about Bill's camp.
1: Wait hang on what No sorry I I no, can't you... do a podcast the first week of August. Uh that's
0: fine by me. I'm going to be on vacation.
1: Oh perfect. Okay. Cuz you said you're going to Bills camp the 30th and then you could I'm going
0: to Bills camp the 30th. No, that's 2 days after you move to Florida. So cuz you're moving on the 28th, right? 29th. 29th. So a day after you move to Florida. yeah Well what I can do there is I can try to remember as much as I can from Bill's camp. Like I can talk about like we can, you know what? Fuck it. With training camp starting, I guess like we'll we'll be back on schedule at, and back on schedule like after like our little break. I guess I'm
1: good with that. Yeah, and yeah, that's perfectly fine with me. All right, fine by me.
0: All right, we have a pod next week. Little break there. Well. We'll have a pod next week. Then we won't do anything until the second week of August. That way we'll be back in the swing of things. Training camp and everything will be back in swing. Of the, we'll be back, and football will be in the main focal point of conversation. I am not talking about what Josh Allen
1: ate for breakfast, though. Uh, I, I, I forgot one thing. What? Uh, I want to talk about it. i All be also game real fast, and I think you know where I'm going with this. I just want to know your thoughts.
0: On the MLB All Star Game, uh,
1: with Pujols and uh, Cabrera getting the commissioners.
0: Yeah, good for them. Okay. I mean, Mickey's been a reti- good for them. Pujols is retiring at the end of the season; it makes sense. Miguel Cabrera is not retiring at the end of the season, but since Pujols is, they're going to do this for Cabrera now. Although I will say this: like they should, they should have waited until like when he was going to actually retire. But Ooh, since, for
1: Mickey, yeah, since. Yeah. M-
0: Since Miggy's not telling Detroit, like, I'm retiring anytime soon, like, I figured, like, that makes sense to do it now, I guess. Um, uh, Also, Otani better start for the American League. It's the all-star game for a reason. But other than that, that concludes the podcast. Pod next week, little break, back in the full swing in August. Paiska, you're going to go back into hiding next this weekend when the Red Sox get swept by the Yankees. Until then, keep on keeping on.